Scream 2 Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What is up, everybody? I'm Ryan the Area Man. This is the Think Tank Podcast. Today we're talking about uh, Pizzagate. I know it's uh, kind of been out of the news as of late, but at one point in time, it was a major news story kind of got thrown in under fake news um well we've been saying for a couple months now we were going to cover it well we're finally going to cover it uh, before we technically get into pizzagate we uh we briefly talk about um the the dr phil episode where uh he had a a lady go went by the name of kendall um who basically tells her story of being a child sex slave and all this stuff. Uh, we kind of cover that and then get into Pizzagate. And, yeah. So, it's interesting. If you've not um, followed any of any any of that like uh, stuff about Pizzagate or you just think it's all fake news, um, we kind of get pretty in-depth with it today. And, uh, I don't know. I guess decide for yourself, um, but it is interesting that there is a lot to it, uh, and it seems like a, a bit much to be just ironic that it all kind of fits together. Um, if you're not sure what we're talking about or what I'm saying right now, but you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, the next uh, portion of the episode is the meat there will explain it all uh, in, in pretty good detail. So by the end of this episode, you should have a very good understanding of what Pizzagate was and is. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, real quick, you buy stuff on Amazon, do us a favor here at the podcast, go to thearyaman.com, click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner. Um, buy whatever you're going to buy on Amazon. Amazon kicks us a uh, small percentage of their profits um, and that helps pay for the podcast and they do that as a thanks to yeah you know what I'm talking about kind of had a brain fart there uh, just got done doing this giant episode and uh, my brain is fried by this stuff um, but anyways yeah airyman.com sponsor tab Amazon banner they uh, they hook us up for sending you there. You win, they win, we win. It's a win-win-win. So go do it. Also, phoenixbeardoils.com. Go there, check it out. Um, once you've decided on something, uh, 
enter the promo code D2R during checkout, and you'll get 10% off your entire order and a free sample. That'll do it until the end of the episode. Uh, so enjoy, uh, well, as much as you can, learning about Pizzagate. What's up, Dave? You. Um, so, last episode, we started down this path and ended up doing an entire episode on Tupac. Yeah, and I've been listening to Tupac music ever since. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well... Just the songs that I know and like. I hadn't looked up the other ones we talked about. I want right. to do that still. Um, so we're going to continue down the path that we were originally going yeah, to go down. Further down that path, and hole. we'll see. I don't want to say that we're going to do a bunch today because we may end up doing this first one and doing a whole episode on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're just going to keep moving down the list of. Uh, this dog is fucking needy as shit. Yeah, I'm just. She's, she won't her. stop whining. Ignore. Her. She wants to get on a lap. All right. Woman films made for all from seventh floor window instead of helping her. Yeah, who cares? That's weird. Child sex life for the well-respected financial elite blows the whistle, unveils her horrifying experience. You want to hear about that? Yeah, let's talk some child sex life. Why not? Let's do that. All right. I mean, do you know about this one already? Well, I've... I've heard about... Okay, so Pizzagate, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't really done a Pizzagate one. I keep talking about wanting to do a think tank on that. Uh, but th- it goes in with just child sex these pedophiles and all this shit dr phil just did this episode and right afterwards gets canceled in in the netherlands now obviously he doesn't do his show there but he's broadcast Broadcast there there, as soon as he did this they canceled it now what's interesting about that is uh, a whole bunch of fucking people in in politics these elite politicians and shit in the netherlands are already have been in the past investigated for child pornography Mm -hmm. pedophilia shit like that Interestingly enough, uh, Dr. Phil does this fucking episode, and they cancel his show. Interesting. Uh, so there's a lot of fucking pedophiles, it sounds like, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find that interesting. All right. Child sex... Li- okay, I read that already. Let's go with... Uh, below is the story of a woman named Kendall, who tells a story of private planes, black tie parties, elite sporting events, and more. She claims she was sold by her parents at birth to a powerful international sex trafficker and says she was beaten, tortured, and forced to do unimaginable things. She goes into detail in the interview, uh, much of which is too horrifying to mention here. Her story corroborates with the testimony of many others and the information that's been shared above. Um, the episode also features Dr. Phil's own private investigation and testimony f- from an LAPD officer, all of which also confirms Kendall's story. Mm. So the question is, why are we writing about this, and why is it significant? Perhaps a full two-thirds of the global financial elite who are well-respected in the public eye are involved in this type of thing. Abuse, satanic ritual, murder, and more all come from these activities. The Vatican has also been implicated in this type of activity on many occasions. Ask yourself, if these are the people who control major corporations and banks and who dictate government policy, how can we call them our leaders? Our modern-day political world is a facade meant... <sighs> that makes no sense, right? 
This world is facade meant to impress the masses. Meant to impress the masses? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're missing a word there. Okay. Uh, what goes on behind closed doors is never spoken about. These are some very powerful people who remain protected because they are directly involved with making our laws, creating our money, starting wars, controlling entertainment, and much more. This can be added to the long and growing list of topics that used to be considered a conspiracy theory. Must hate America. <laughs> as far as a response to all of this, the only one seems to be that mainstream media debunked it. This was the claim of John Podesta, who was implicated in Pizzagate in a recent interview. Is that the video there, then? That gives yeah, her it interview? It looks like a broken fucking video, though. Yeah, it does. Let's see. They take it down? Probably. Yep. Yeah. This video is unavailable. Video no more to work, Oh, no, bud. <laughs> That one's a see. Here's the thing: anything that has yep. to do with this shit disappears off the internet. Yep. Uh, if you're not trying to hide your fucking shit, it's like, man, dude, I'm telling you, there's something super big. <laughs> Sounds really dumb to say that. There's something super big uh, about this whole pedophile thing. Yeah. And it's weird that all these videos are disappearing um i'm going to get us to where we were right there but i want to go to youtube and see if we can find this see if it's all dr phil sex child <laughs> sex child child oh child sex slave that's what sex it was sex thing. child slave same thing <laughs> dr phil sex child dr phil has sex with a child Let's see what we get here. It's 23 minutes. It's a full episode, isn't it? Uh, it should be longer than that, but they took out the commercials and probably took out the bullshit. Maybe. Ooh, MK Ultra Survivor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'll just read it since it's not going to fucking say anything. On March 21st, 2017, Harpo Productions, CBS, and the Dr. Phil Show aired an episode entire, entitled Private Planes, Black Tie Parties, Elite Sporting Events, The Shocking Story of One Woman's Life and Sex Trafficking. This episode featured a woman clearly hiding her identity, claiming to be a victim of what appears to be high-level Freemason elite sex trafficking. Claiming? Uh, yeah. As someone who has been doing research into this type of activity, it completely shocked me the Dr. Phil show would even air this first place, air this in the first place. However, you will see how Phil essentially relies on the public's disbelief to be able to even tell the story in the first place. This woman is 100% an example of the Freemason Illuminati monarch beta sex slave operation that continues to plague society and takes so many innocent lives in the process. Uh, it says, Phil giving the opening in induction watched the well-worded mind control in the beginning to ensure the public no matter what is about to be said still the story you're about to hear okay. is so shocking so unbelievable that your mind is going to struggle to allow you to accept that things like this exist well the video is like really fucking but they do and they are happening right now all over the world even in small towns right here in the United States. I gotta talk slow so you can understand story begins me. when she was a newborn and her parents sold her to a powerful man who owns a dangerous international sex trafficking organization. A man she says still owns her 
and wants her back. Kendall says every glamorous event and plane ride was with a wealthy client who paid for her so they could abuse her in ways, well, they're just simply too horrendous to comprehend. Now, for nearly four months, we researched Kendall's story, trying to verify its authenticity. And after speaking confidentially to agencies, we were able to... I like how they show the people in the audience always these concerned faces. Mm-hmm. I wish they would show me, like, sitting there and be like, laughing. <laughs> Not like it's funny, but like just to be yeah. Has in fact been trafficked. The so-called agencies know Kendall is being trafficked, but yet no investigation. And after speaking confidentially to agencies, we were able to confirm that Kendall has in fact been trafficked. Here's what she told us: I was born into this world of sex trafficking. It's the only life I've ever known. Since I left, everything has been so hard. And nobody except the man who owns me can help me. I was given to the man who owns me by my birth parents. The same high-level operations Kathy O'Brien and Bryce Taylor spoke of obviously continue. Phil doesn't want to reveal much, just enough for a good show. What kind of shitty parents mm-hmm. would do that? You know? That's yeah. weird. Anyways, they need money. One of my first mm-hmm. memories was thinking that it was normal for men to be fondling babies. My whole life I traveled Wait, all that's over not, the world never and would go to some of the biggest How do you remember that? I don't remember that shit when I was a baby. And have sex with them. They were all extremely rich and prominent members of society. Sometimes they would just want to have sex with me and sometimes they'd make me have sex with different people. The clients were often physically abusive. Clients were even allowed to smother me with a pillow or pla- Didn't you say that she was obviously concealing her identity? You can clearly see her face. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she's got glasses and a fake wig. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Plastic bag while having sex with me. But I thought the same thing, but... leave marks or bruises on my face because I always had to look pretty. And they're not changing the her voice either. The owns mm-hmm. me constantly... So, just so we're clear, I'm not the one pausing this video all the time. Right, it is. It keeps doing it, and it like these, it puts words up. So it's kind of like how we would interject our own comments. It's doing it on its own, but and we're just reading them most of the time. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we're not because yeah. it's unnecessary. But um, what's saying is like, are these people the Freemasons? Is is this MK Ultra programming her? All this shit. Okay, it's a the listeners know manipulated me and did horrible things to me she would make me be a dog made me eat feces i was kept in a cage sometimes he would electrocute me as punishment he said that all of this was happening because it was god's will because god made me for this if i told anybody about what was going on that nobody would believe me i 100 percent believed him i still how did she get away that's another question i have now, you might be saying, Dr. Phil, are you buying all of this? <clears throat> I can tell you that a very reliable source has confirmed to us that Kendall has, in fact, been trafficked, raped, molested, and severely abused by a very large, very dangerous organization. All right. got to pause it and read this one. Uh, very large and powerful organization. And once again... 
Phil Schill's for the Illuminati by not naming the people, person, man he clearly knows the identity of. He says these agency sources are telling him all of these things she says are true. So again, why is no investigation being done other than to cover up the crimes of a high Freemason slash Illuminati? Good questions. Yeah, I'd say so. Now it's going to be silent. Because it's giving you time to read it. <laughs> yeah, which I did, but I didn't want to get to the end and then it fucked Start up. talking again, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk over it. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I can tell you that a very reliable source has confirmed to us that Kendall has in fact been trafficked, raped, molested, and severely abused by a very large, very dangerous organization. Now, that same source also confirms that she is not a runaway. Everyone in the duality world seems to know this woman and even the identity of her handler. And no one feels this individual should be brought to justice. Agreed. Hmm. But she's not a runaway. They assure her she's not a runaway. Mahon, she fucking... I was told by the man who owns me that my birth parents had me for him, so I've always been his. Oh. One time I met them and... I'm pausing it now. So that's interesting. So if you're super rich, Dave, let's, mm-hmm. let's just go with this fucking weird concept here. You're super rich. You're into fucking little kids. Mm-hmm. And you find a couple... You offer them a ridiculous amount of money to get pregnant, but upon birth, that child is then given to you. You raise that child. You do whatever you want because you own. It's like you've purchased this doll that's a living yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what happened here. Yeah. Basically, is what they're saying. Right, right. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's very crazy. They told me that I should appreciate what they did for me. They told me that this was the best thing for me. I believed that they were right, and I also believed that it was my fault that I didn't appreciate it. The man who owns me told me that I was special to him. I was strong. Very smart, and not every girl would be able to do the job that I was made to do. I traveled with him frequently. When he had very special clients, I was the person that they would see. When the man who owns me wasn't around, there were people that we called watchers, whose job was just to watch us. And there were people whose job was just to move us from place to place. And by the way, many chosen ones who are older have become handlers of others. Just like many older chosen ones have personalities inside that know how to do rituals and everything else, they also have inside personalities that know how to split and program and bond and conjure demons and place them and then handle, on a basic level, other multiples. The other side of the story is watchers. Watchers are simply those who just come around and they're, they're you know, and I've had so many stories across you know, the board of people saying, well, you know what, we feel somebody's watching the house, somebody's watching the church, somebody's watching the counseling center. Listen, handlers will send in watchers to visit your church. People from covens who are going to come just to watch, and that's usually meaning reconnaissance, to observe. Everywhere we've dealt with multiples that um, watchers show up. They, they're lesser people in the coven, and that's part of their job, to go out and watch, to go out and call the handler, to tell them. They're out there informing also. We have numerous engagements with watchers like this. They hear multiples that you're dealing with talk about enforcers, or simply ask them about enforcers. 
Enforcers are those who will, um, when a multiple is got, you know, retrieved back, uh, they're going to do stuff. They're going to do stuff to enforce secrecy, uh, silence. They're going to do stuff. That they can be called a punisher. They're going to do harm. When the man who owns me wasn't around, there were people that we called watchers whose job was just to watch us. And there were people whose job was just to move us from place to place. When the movers would come for us, they would always come in the middle of the night like they were kidnapping us and drug us. They would put several of us in the trunk of a car. They were constantly moving me to different places, brothels and sometimes to big mansions with servants. In some of these places that we would stay, we would be in basements. In some places, we would be in rooms with cages or with tools on the wall, locks with different keys, and they were all used sexually on us. For the little boys, men would have sex with them. When they turned five, then they were forced to have sex with women. The girls would start having sex as infants. All of this was completely normal to me, and I never thought seriously about leaving. Now, you may notice that Kendall has this flat affect, a, a technique they use to survive this horrendous abuse. All right, it says on screen, she has classic symptoms of a disassociation and compartmentalization. Phil won't touch on the possibility of her having multiple personalities that would be overstepping. Alluding to MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. You know, Kendall has this flat affect, a, a technique they use to survive this horrendous abuse. And before we meet Kendall, I, I want to talk to someone who has rescued women just like her. Phil brings black Masonic LAPD officer to shill for a good 15 minutes, never once bringing up an investigation on the so-called man who owns her. This is a Masonic charade to pretend they will stop this man. And he, it's got his hands circled, and he's got the picture of the diamond or pyramid or whatever it is, the Masonic symbol yeah. that you see a lot of celebrities doing and shit in videos. Former whatever. LAPD mm-hmm. Lieutenant Andre Dawson supervised the FBI Innocence Loss Task Force and the Los Angeles Metro Human Trafficking Task Force, and he's now heavily involved in training law enforcement on how to recognize and respond to victims of human trafficking. So, Lieutenant, thank you so much for being here. Thank I you. Really you. Pleasure. Yeah. You know, when I said how to recognize and respond... So it says, uh, as Phil looks down at the black man's pyramid gesture, wouldn't your first question to the law enforcement official be, how do we stop this criminal? Phil Schilling for the Illuminati, again. It's always the maker of this video really thinks Dr. Phil's full of shit. Yeah. But yet, well, then why do this show? That's interesting, right? Why do what show, Dr. Phil's this show? show? No, why, why does he do um, this subject? Even though sometimes these victims are out on their own and alone, if they're approached and asked, are you okay, are you being held captive, are you being trafficked, even though there's nobody standing right there listening to what they're saying, they will deny it, correct? Yeah, they will. Now, this is an international ring, and we've talked to government agencies about this. 
what makes it hard to catch these folks? They do move in private planes. They move outside the system. They're your boss. But why is it so hard to mm -hmm. catch these people? In order to, to successfully prosecute these uh, individuals, the traffickers or the pimps, you need the cooperation of a victim. And if a victim will not testify or will not cooperate with law enforcement, at least for the criminal portion of that particular case, it's hard to prosecute. I think people generally don't realize when there's a big sporting event that there is a high concentration of these traffickers that bring women in. Phil immediately moves on from trying to investigate the man who owns her. that this woman has been brutalized, she has been exploited, she has been trafficked. I believe that to the core of my soul. Uh, Kendall is here, and so she says that he her clients were wealthy and influential yeah. men and women. Well, All caught up with a penchant for doing unthinkable things to children. Now, she says some of these clients were law enforcement, even FBI. Now, I'm going to have to dismiss Lieutenant Dawson because Kendall already fears... In fact, her number one fear is that I'm not going to believe her and that I'm going to send her back to the man who owns her. We're going to meet her after the break and hear what she has to say. We'll be right back. So I have a question before we continue this video. If she fears he's going to send her or somebody's going to come... The why man who owns her? There? Yeah, how did she get there in the first place? Mm -hmm. and, and why is she there? And then, you really think the man who owns her would let her come do this? Like, so she got away, but she didn't. She didn't run. Mm -hmm. Or didn't it say that? Yeah, she did. She's not a runaway. Yeah. So then, how the fuck did she get there? Why is she there? Um, obviously, she wants her story out. Mm -hmm. They've been investigating for six months to verify her story. So four, he said, four months. Okay, a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a long time to fucking uh, be in the process of doing this. I don't know. I'm not calling bullshit on it, but it, there's a it lot of weird about it. Staged and weird. No. Mm -hmm. mm, very weird. Some clients on their own island or a big piece of land and they would buy us just to hunt us. Some laid traps for us and others would track us down like animals. It was important never to be the one captured first because you didn't want to appear like you weren't playing the game. He would be punished. It's one of the scariest things clients ever had me do. That'd be pretty Sometimes up, she was used as arm candy others for very sick games. On the outside, her clients were pillars of their community. Right up front, everyone is, is required to declare whether they have been or currently are a mason. Well, because the masons were, and maybe still are, very powerful here. I mean, do you, do you think there were people being protected by pillars of the establishment? Her clients were pillars of their communities. But behind closed doors, she says they were sinister and evil human beings. The clients I was forced to have sex with were very rich and powerful, very important VIPs. They were in law enforcement, doctors, psychiatrists, judges, politicians, even people who owned sports teams. 
I attended many parties for people who had just got elected into office. So, I'll read this in a second, what it says on screen. I'm wondering if the man who owned her doesn't want her anymore because she's older. Obviously, you want them as a child. That's well, yeah, where the interest for, is. For pedophiles, yeah. Now she's fucking, what, 30-something? Mm-hmm. Eh, you're not valuable anymore to them. Because now you're a fucking adult. Right. The interest isn't in adults. It's in kid. Unless she can have kids, and then she can start spawning off her own kids. Yeah. I don't... You know what I mean? But maybe that's why she was let go, and she, they just hoped she wouldn't talk and here she is talking so more than likely this bitch is dead now or something i don't know it says on screen this is how the freemason blackmail game works notice she said she attended many parties for people newly elected meaning people not yet compromised using her as a honeypot to compromise these people to own the politicians in dc this is true here what this guy's saying this is what they do a lot of what happens is you get in and so, like, for instance, uh, we'll just go with this, and I don't know. Let's say you're Bill and Hillary Clinton. You're fucking established there. Um, you throw a fucking party, get all these people there, uh, all these like new elected politicians, whatever. Um, uh, you, you. you you get everybody kind of drunk, whatever, and, and you, 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 it's like these fucking like eyes wide shut movie. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, where everybody kind of starts doing like an orgy or whatever, but you have cameras hidden all over this house, so you get all these like politicians and shit on camera doing weird shit to animals, weird shit to each other, gay stuff, you know, all this stuff, and then now you blackmail these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. 10 years down the road when you want a policy or something to go through and this person is going to stand in your way, then you go up to them and say, remember, 10 years ago at that party, and then they show this video to them and say, you want this coming out? you got wife and kids. You've got the whole fucking family. Right. Do you want this time where you got your ass fucked by nine dudes released to the public? No. Well, then play ball. Right. And, and now they've got them. And that, that's... That's what in this kind of that's go. That's what Hillary does. That's her method of attack. That's how she gets people. Well, it's not just her though. It's all politics. Right. That's how they do this shit. That's how they fucking own everybody and can get anybody to agree to anything. And that's why I think they use a lot with the kids. I attended many parties for people who had just got elected into office. When I would attend these events, I had to look pretty and act like I belonged there. I had to know how to hold a conversation about Another politics. Face. I would be at all of these nice she, events, I'm but guessing it would she got never fucked end up nice for me. Like, at parties you know where mean? people knew what we were there for, the clients would treat us really poorly. Many times clients were physically abusive. I've had broken fingers and broken ribs and been kicked a lot in the head. And yeah, that's why she's got that scar right there. But. The clients all had different expectations for what they wanted from me and what they wanted me to do. Sometimes they would bring little boys into the room and they would make me have sex with them. Many of the boys were as young as five. To this day, I still wonder if I'm I raped five year old those even little fuck. boys or if they raped me. Now I feel lost. I wrote to Dr. Phil because I 
feel like he might be able to help me and that maybe he can give me some idea of why I should even be alive. That's weird. You said you could tell the difference between girls that were born into it, according to him, versus those that were kidnapped when you encountered them. How could you tell the difference between the two? Um, the girls that weren't born into it, they had a harder time. They were um, always kept tied up or in cages, and they cried a lot. And do you remember how old you were when you first had sex? It was before I could talk. I was used to it by the time I was two. Do you know how do you old remember you are? That? You don't remember that shit? No. No. Do you have any idea? Probably about 23. That's a guess, right? Yeah. I looked at, like, on Facebook where they say... You're a child of the 90s if you remember these toys and stuff like that. And so then I try to guess from that. What was his question? Do you know how old you are? Do you have a guess? Oh, she doesn't know how Oh, yeah, because I guess you'd never have a fucking birthday. Yeah. Oh, she probably has no idea what anything is. Me that's is fucked smart up, dude. And rich. He has connections with very powerful people all over the world. My whole life, he made sure that I knew he was in complete control. You say that you have witnessed him murder people. Yes. How many people have you seen him murder? Probably about 20 or 25. But then there would be lots of times that he would be there and have other people do it. So it's like the movie Hostile. How he murder these people? One time he just, like, took the little girl. Okay, here's my my thing, and I'm not trying to be a debunker of shit because, you know, I hate America and everything, but... Okay, she was born into captivity, basically, right? Born into that, raped, beaten, never been to school or anything. Where did she learn to talk? Where did she learn to speak? Where did she learn to count? Where did she learn all these things? She does talk weird. Like somebody, yeah, I know she talks well, I mean, weird. If but somebody I mean, talks to you, you it's a it's isn't something you kind of just start developing. Right? Counting and shit though, and words like she knows some big words for someone that's never been to school. I know she's never been to school though, like well, n- not normal school. But yeah. what's to say this person that owned her didn't have somebody that she hasn't talked about it? We've watched this thing for seventeen minutes. Well, she hasn't once talked about. Well, I'd, he, I'd like to he, sit down with her and have a fucking four hour interview with her. Yeah, I'd ask it. a lot more questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy is cutting a lot of shit, too, out of true, his video. True, So it could be, but... But... You know what I mean? No, I mean, it just, Yeah. It seems odd, but yet, she, there's also things being put here that I wouldn't even think, like, the age. You just assume you would know how old you are. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew she wouldn't have known that. I, I wouldn't even ask well, her, because I knew she wouldn't yeah, have known. Yeah, after her... After you saying, like, that, like, it makes sense. Why would she know how old she is? Mm-hmm. She's guessing. She but has I no wouldn't idea. have thought about that. She as has the, no concept of time or anything. But then again, too, how long has she been out? Has she been out of the game for three, five years? Then maybe, yeah, she'd learn all that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going off the fact that maybe she just now left, went right from the, the hostile place right to Dr. Phil. You know, right. she's obviously been out for a little while. I don't know. Like, what is she doing now? Where is she living? Where is she at? Is she just going back there? I don't think her name's Kendall either. I don't think her name's Kendall either. But I'm going to take the leap that this is a real person. I mean, obviously... She's got that scar on her face. I mean, I don't know. 
it's well the thing I would like to know who the fuck this guy is. She contradicted herself. She said earlier in the video that they were not allowed to beat her face because she needed to look pretty. But yet, in a couple minutes ago, she said she was kicked in the face, kicked in the head a lot of times. If you're I mean, we could be talking to different timelines here, though. Early on, she might not have yeah. might not have been one of these things. As she got older, though, uh, now you're kind of face with yeah, yeah, the yeah, older, yeah, older you. you get, the less valuable you'd be makes in sense. this. You know, it's weird. The whole yeah. thing's weird, dude. Yeah, that makes sense. Girl's head and twisted it. Um, he's shot people. Did he kill children? I know for sure he killed her. Um... You were there. And how old were you at this point? About four. And you're guessing at these ages, right? Because you mean yeah. you don't know. You said that he has actually forced you to kill. How people. do you remember four years old, though? You don't. How, how did you? How did you do it? Um. One time he had me hold, like, a newborn baby. He said that I had to hold it by the neck because newborn babies can't keep their head up by themselves. The baby died. I didn't know that he said that the baby had fallen asleep, that I had put the baby to sleep. I didn't realize till later that I had killed it. All right, so it says on screen, clearly there are a lot more details to these stories that never made it to air. Or Phil obviously wasn't asking because it sounds like they were bringing this woman to rituals also. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Is this guy kind of insinuating that Phil's in on it, maybe? When I was in the world of sex He's trafficking, the guy. I gave birth mm-hmm. to Whatever. children. Whatever. Not in on it. I was allowed to get she pregnant did, because did. men paid no. for that. I was pregnant several times, but I had several abortions. I had three that survived, two girls and a boy. When I had each child, they were all induced so that I wouldn't get too big. After I had each baby, they were taken away, but sometimes I would get to see them later as a reward. I don't know who their fathers are or where they are. Like if I did something right or if he wanted me to do something, sometimes he would say I could see one of them after and there was the younger girl I had um, I saw her more often than the other two and when you were flown you said sometimes you were put on a private jet and flown into uh, a big event uh, and you had to dress up and be highly groomed and so you would fit in for the clothes usually a guy would come in with a lot of expensive clothes and dress us up um i also had a hair and makeup artist that would fix you up for a big event yeah and how much would you charge these people i don't charge them anything you didn't handle the money no so it was direct to, who who did handle the money um i guess the people working for the man who owns me you you say you had six fake passports right these passports were created and given to you by this man, correct? Yeah, by one of the people who worked for him. Right. And you would use that to fly to another country to go to some event, correct? Yeah, or just to go see a client. 
you say that you would rather die than go back to him. True? Yeah. Have you tried to end your own life? How many times? Probably like seven to ten times over the past year and a half or two years. Mm-hmm. It's not very good at that. You say you mm-hmm. feel a strong draw to go back to him. Yeah. Why? I don't know exactly That's all you know. Why. That's why. I mm-hmm. just... Like, I, I belong there. Like, you know it's wrong, but that's all you know. Mm-hmm. So naturally, Kendall you, had said you know? one thing in particular that gave me great hope and optimism. You said, I'm confused. The fact that you're confused means that this is an open subject for you. We're in the game, right? That means we're in the game. When people come here, this is the beginning of our relationship, not the end. Okay? I've got guests that have been on this show eight, ten years ago that I'm still involved with. And this is the beginning. I don't, I've don't. i never been under the misapprehension that I'm doing eight-minute cures up here. I have at my fingertips the top resources in the nation lined up to help you. Okay? Beginning immediately. Beginning immediately. And I'm not going to say who, and I'm not going to say where. Because I don't want anybody knowing where where you're going, or who you're seeing, or where they can find you. You deserve a chance. He's sending it right back. To have your life and live it the way you want to live it. What I want to do is give you that chance. Fair enough? What if Dr. Phil's the guy who owns her? Okay. (laughs) She'd know that, though. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Well, obviously she would, but... All right. So it says on screen, whatever may or may not come from the airing of this episode, I really hope this woman gets the therapy and help she deserves. It is still bizarre, however, that the man who owns her was not named Dr. Clearly Dr. Phil Harpo and CBS are not interested in saving more victims of the satanic cockroach. Sad. Agreed. I kind of want to... Do you have any thoughts? Like, do you think this is somebody we would know? Like, as a... Like, somebody that's... Obviously, it's someone in power, somebody that has money. But do you think it's someone, like... That's well-known, like a... Like a Bill Clinton or something like that. You know what I mean? Or is it, like, like a Bill Gates or whatever? No, I'm literally just saying powerful, rich people. Or do you think it's somebody that we've never even heard of that's just super fucking rich? Yeah, it's probably like Matt Groening. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm texting Dave that I love him. I'm kidding. Um, I put in, who is the man who owns the woman on the sex lit episode of Dr. Phil? I want to know who the fuck it is. Somebody's got to be speculating out there on the interwebs, right? Not seeing anything. No, because they're not going to let you know. It, they they who are the controlling elite control Google and everything you type in there. They're not going to let you find what you want to find. Who owns Google? Maybe that's the man. The man! Um, 
But I agree with the guy that made the video. Like, why did we not talk about him anymore? Like, he killed people. Twenty some people, she said. She killed people. He should be. Why aren't we name dropping him? Yeah. Why aren't we going after this guy? Because he must be. He's got to be so powerful that Doctor Phil would have been killed or something. That's what makes this lady this this thing so suspect. All right. Um. So I clicked on a thing here. it says child sex life for the well-respected financially blows the whistle. Okay, but this is a different website. Uh, this here says the recent Pizzagate scandal has brought the topic of fucking <sighs> <laughs> ads. Topic of sex trade slays into the public eye. Pizzagate alleges that the top political figures in the United States were involved with a satanic child pornography ring centered around a place called okay Comet Ping Pong uh, Pizza Restaurant in the Washington D.C. area. Well, Comet Ping Pong not really anything to do with it. Um, it emerged when WikiLeaks released tens of thousands of emails from the former White House Chief of Staff under Bill Clinton, John Podesta, who also served as Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. It's because of these emails that many claim John Podesta was a part of these child trafficking rings as well. Below is a video of award-winning American journalist Ben Swan explaining the Pizzagate controversy in detail. Did I ever play that for you? No. I think it did. No, we were going to. You were waiting for more shit to come out. We've never touched Pizzagate. All right, well, we're touching it now. Oh, uh, I'll touch it. Pun intended. Um, excuse me. One thing we do know for certain is that some very prominent and wealthy people are involved with elite pedophile rings. It's far from a mere conspiracy theory at this point, and it has been an ongoing horrifying problem for some time. A great source to start your research with would be the Conchita Sarnoff, an investigative journalist who, despite being bribed to stay silent, risked her life to expose the brutal reality of human trafficking. She gained more attention in the Jeffrey Epstein case. In 2009, Epstein pleaded guilty to charges of soliciting prostitution from girls as young as 14. He served just over a year in jail and became a registered high-risk sex offender. He was close to Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and many other elitist figures. According to the former U.S. State Department official Steve Pachenik, that's how you pronounce his name, because I know that guy. Okay. Um, not personally. The Clintons and more, and many more, quote, have been a major part and participant of what's called the Lolita Express, which is a plane owned by Mr. Jeff Epstein, a wealthy multimillionaire who flies down to the Bahamas and allows Bill and Hillary Clinton to engage in sex with minors. That is called pedophilia, end quote. Oh, that's what pedophilia is. Oh, okay, thank you. There is also the former congressman who served as the 51st Speaker of the United States House of Representatives from 1999 to 2007. Last year he was jailed for raping and abusing young boys. There are also less direct connections between prominent people and sex offenses. Kevin Jennings, for example, who was the Assistant Deputy Secretary for the Office of Safe and Drug-Free Schools at the U.S. Department of Education from 2009 to 11, under the Obama administration, has on multiple occasions voiced his support for Harry Hay, a prom- proponent of the North American Man-Boy Love Association, which is Nam- NAMBLA, and prominent member of the Communist Party USA. He is also a radical fairy who <laughs> believes in the power of the occult. Um, the occult is something very important to recognize in all this. It also gained more attention when WikiLeaks dropped the Podesta spirit cooking emails. I go into more detail in an article I wrote about, which you can read here. Here is the article I wrote three years ago, outing some powerful members of parliament and politicians involved in, this, involved in the same thing. Even former FBI translator and founder of the National Security Whistleblowers Coalition, 
Sybil Edmonds, who gained a lot of attention in 2002 after she accused a colleague of covering up illicit activity involving Turkish nationals, has shared her awareness of this problem in an interview she gave a couple years ago. And in 2005, former U.S. Representative Cynthia McKinney grilled Donald Rumsfeld on military contractor DinCorp's child trafficking business. And Ted Gunderson, former FBI special agent head of their L.A. office, worked to uncover and expose these horrors before he died. A simple YouTube search of his name will show you what exactly he spent his last year's researching. Um, Ashton Kutcher has also brought more attention to this topic, using his fame to raise more awareness about it. I just wanted to provide a really? little bit of background information before we go into the story. I didn't know Ashton Kutchdig did that. Yep, uh, he did. Hmm. Um, a horrifying experience from someone who was used as a sex slave. Below is the story of a woman named... Okay, so now, yeah. now we're getting into the Kendrick that whole thing. And so uh, that's what we've read then. So yeah. what we so okay. we just read the f- first half of uh, what we already on. Yeah, is there? You've never seen that video though. No, I swear I showed this. No, we were going to. We never did. It became a major story weeks ago when an armed man decided Fake to investigate news. a DC area pizza place for himself. This man right here, he carried a rifle into a pizza parlor and then fired it at the floor. Media is telling you the entire story is a hoax or fake news. But what does that even mean? I spent the last month investigating. So what exactly is Pizzagate? And are there any actual facts to support the story? I've got to warn you, what we're going to talk about tonight will be disturbing to some people. But this is a reality check you won't see anywhere else. Pizzagate actually comes from the WikiLeaks release of hacked emails from Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta. In all, WikiLeaks dumped around 50,000 email messages, and it was from those emails that the claims that John Podesta may be part of a child sex trafficking ring come from. To be clear, not one single email in the Podesta emails discusses child sex trafficking or pedophilia. That is a fact. But there are dozens of what seem to be strangely worded emails dealing with pizza and handkerchiefs, Self-described online investigators say that those words in the emails about pizza and the talk of handkerchiefs is code language used by pedophiles. So how did a D.C. pizza parlor get pulled into the story? Well, again, read any mainstream report, and they indicate that Comet Ping Pong Pizza was somehow linked to this fake story and has no relation to anyone involved. But the truth is, that's not true either. What media is ignoring is that the Comet Ping Pong Pizza Place is actually referenced in the Podesta emails at least a dozen or so times, and that the owner of that place, James Alphantis, is a friend of John Podesta. He was actually named, this is kind of strange, by GQ magazine as one of the top 50 most powerful people in Washington. Yes, we're talking about a pizza parlor owner. Now let's talk facts here. There is no solid Mm -hmm. evidence that Comet Ping Pong Pizza is being used to run a child sex trafficking ring. But there are some very strange connections between Comet Ping Pong Pizza and a second pizza place two doors over, Besta Pizza, and the accusations of pedophilia. Now, this is where things start to get strange when you research this story. Now, to begin, I need to show you a 2007 unclassified FBI document. That document, according to the FBI, contains commonly used symbols by pedophiles to express their preference in children. I want you to see these images here. These are the images. Notice this one on the end, the triangle. That image signifies something called boy love. The pizza place next door to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, Besta Pizza, well, this 
was their logo until only a few weeks ago. Clearly, you can see that the Besta logo actually contains the same image, I'm going to show you again, as that boy lover image. Interestingly, after Pizzagate investigators pointed Weird, this right? out, Besta Pizza changed their logo, and there it is now. They removed the triangle. Also, Comet Ping Pong, owned by Alphantis, is the mm -hmm. place where a number of performance artists perform regularly. Two of the groups that perform there, who you can see advertised, by the way, on this Comet Ping Pong poster, include a group called Heavy Breathing and another group called Sex Stains. Well, if you check out the YouTube videos by these bands, Heavy Breathing has songs that do joke about pedophilia. And the band Sex Stains has a video that includes, and you see it right there, that same boy-lover symbol. It's nearly identical to the one that the FBI does say is a pedophile code symbol for boy-love. As I said, there are some strange things there. As for the owner of the pizza place, James Alphantis, well, he was one time in a relationship with David Brock, who ran Media Matters for America. Well, since Pizzagate began to blow up online, he has made his Instagram profile, Jimmy Comet, private. But an archive search of Instagram reveals a number of strange photographs and words with strange and disturbing images associated with them. Look, to the point where we can't show you those pictures. We're not even going to describe them to you because some viewers would find it too disturbing to share on TV. Now let's talk about the Podesta brothers, because remember it was John Podesta's email that was hacked. In those leaked Podesta emails, John Podesta talks about his close relationship with Dennis Hasterit, the former Speaker of the House, who was recently sentenced to 15 months in prison for abusing boys years ago. He was referred to by the judge as a serial child molester. According to the Washington Post, visitors to Tony Podesta's home in Falls Church got an eyeful when they walked into a bedroom at the Podesta residence hung with multiple color pictures by Katie Grannon, a photographer known for documentary-style pictures of naked teenagers in their parents' suburban homes. Why would and you have that? Clear, Why would you that collect that? It begins mm -hmm. to scratch the surface of how strange some of this stuff Unless is. Unless you're fucking pedophile. Mind, you have no need for those. A lot of the real details of it because of the limits on broadcasting. And why television. are you taking those kinds but of pictures? it is pictures. some very mm -hmm. strange stuff. Now keep in mind, again, there is no proof here that there is a child sex ring being operated out of a D.C. pizza parlor. Investigators have already proven there's nothing to the story, right? Well, actually, no. And that's what you need to know. For all that is here, there has not been one single public investigation of any of this. Not from local police, not from the FBI, no one. And that has to be the big question. Not for Podesta or for pizza parlor owners, but for law enforcement. Based on what may be or may not be here, the big question is, why hasn't any investigation taken place? I'll tell you why. Because high ups in the FBI, the law enforcement, are part of it. They're part of the right. ring, and they are all being fucking blackmailed. Why would you investigate something that would implicate you? Dave, you wouldn't, would you? No. Hell no. Why the fuck would you cover it up. yourself? Exactly. That's why cover-ups happen, man. It's, it, I don't understand why this is so fucking, uh, like... It's shocking that people don't yeah. get that. Like To me, it's an obvious thing. Why does it have to be... I don't know. Do you want to watch the Pizzagate primer? Get the fucking full, Holy shit. full thing? I'm I'm very surprised. I haven't heard a single thing about Ashton Kushdick. Yeah. Well, say his name right, dude. Why? Because he's doing the right thing. For All right, Ashton Kutcher. 
Like, it'd be one thing if he was, like, trying to cover it up, too, but... I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. But he, he actually did a big, huge thing on, like, trying to, like, save... Oh, this right here was some crazy shit, dude. Um, do you want to watch the Pizza Gate Primer, or you want to do the... Oh, which one do we click on, Dave? I don't know, dude. There's a lot, and they're long. They're all long. Well, I think uh, the long one, like, obviously that's the fucking rest of our show, but it might be, it, it, I mean... Pizzagate researchers murdered? Well. Lots of people have investigated it and haven't been murdered, though. You pick it up, and You pick out which one you want to do. Well, do I want to do... Do we want to do the Joe Rogan... Alex part Jones. of the podcast with Alex Jones, or do we want to do the Pizzagate Primer? Hmm. We can play this and comment as it goes. The 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 thing is, I've heard the Joe Rogan Pizza or Alex Jones thing, and well, did you see the royal family one where the guy escapes? <clears throat> the no. naked body. Go up one more. Wow. <laughs> Boy escaping royal family. That was posted five days ago. Mm-hmm. That's new. That's brand new. If you go to YouTube, everybody, and type in Pizzagate, just start watching this shit. The right up top is the Ashton Kutcher exposes Pizzagate in front of Congress and the media stays silent. Of course. Oh, I kind of want to watch this. I have a feeling being it's it's going to cover everything. It's going to. In a price, precise thing. Let's just see. If Have you ever watched it? No. If it ends up being bullshit, I'll know within probably about five minutes. I did not enjoy making this video at all, and if you have any humanity, ah, you're probably Snopes. not going to enjoy watching this. But as my mother always used to tell me, sometimes there are things in life you have to do, whether you like it or not. For me, this was one of them. Nearly all of the investigative work in this video was not done by me, and my aim here is to simply distill a lot of information down to a manageable size. My purpose is to simply bring the most unbiased approach I possibly can to this highly controversial subject with the full admittance to the viewer that, through my own investigations, I've already come to many very strong opinions. Which I tell this to everyone who enters into this investigation. Proceed with caution and hold your heart. Everything I'm going to share in this video is not a direct condemnation or assignment of guilt against anyone because I'm a firm believer (laughs) in innocent until proven guilty. (laughs) Any accusation made here is made allegedly. I believe in fairness under the law, and so accordingly, all mentioned in this video are presumed innocent. Feel free to mirror this video and please share this with as many people as you can. Oh, and one last thing. If this video has been monetized, it was not done so by me. I refuse to make any money off this whatsoever. And with all of that said, God bless. Can't say that in America. This guy hates America. All right, so it's a it says Pizzagate with a pizza with the uh, all-seeing eye. The good thing about people is that most people are inherently good. Most people want to live a simple life, want to cause no trouble, and wish to do no harm. The problem with most people being inherently good is that their goodness often blinds and prevents them from seeing how truly wicked evil can be. Claudia Pavonis. Good timing on that. Yeah. We'll this is James Elephantis. Elephantis' establishment, Comet Ping Pong, gained worldwide attention when allegations that a pedophile ring was being operated, in part, out of this establishment. This investigation is now known as Pizzagate and is one of the first ever worldwide citizen investigations.
James Elefantis is an entrepreneur and avatar collector and owns a few shops and restaurants in the Washington, D.C. area. Looks gay. No, he's gay. Not only is he the proprietor of Comet Pizzeria and Ping Pong, Bucks Fishing and Camping, as well as several other establishments, but according to GQ magazine, James is the 49th most influential person in Washington, D.C. Comet Pizza has hosted many Democratic fundraisers and events, with one of those Democrats being Hillary Clinton herself. The Federal Election Commission reports that money was donated to James Elefantis and Comet Ping Pong by Hillary Clinton, amongst many others, and to top it off, even geopolitical major player George Soros, through his Soros American Bridge Pack, sent Elefantis nearly $22,000 at one point. Hmm. Elefantis's ex-boyfriend is David Brock, an American political agent, author, and commentator who founded the liberal media watchdog group Media Matters for America. In late 2013, Brock founded Correct the Record, which was described by the New York Times as Hillary Clinton's own personal media watchdog. In short, both Brock and Alifantis were heavily involved in the Hillary Clinton campaign and have been major players working in the background of the Democratic Party for a very long time. Mr. Alifantis has, on record, visited the White House at least five times, and so it wouldn't be controversial to say that James is connected to some of the most important and influential people in Washington. In fact, here is a letter from Hillary Clinton thanking James for the dinner, cooking with the Fratelli Podesta, and here is another Instagram picture where James is photographing President Barack Obama at the White House, playing a little ping-pong with a young child. James Elefantis is known as Jimmy Comet on Instagram, and online researchers discovered an incredible number of very strange photos, many with very young children, including very disturbing references found on his account. James's account has since been switched to private, but his posts were collected prior to him doing so. Many of the comments and hashtags made on the images of his Instagram account, and many other accounts linked to Mr. Elefantis and Comet Pizza, included code words well-known and established by the Federal Bureau of Investigation to be codes used by those engaged in acts of pedophilia. For instance, cheese equals little girl, pizza equals girl, hot dog equals boy. You get the point. We're going to go over several of the pictures in question as it is necessary to give context to the accusations made in this case. Out of respect, decency, and to protect the innocent, the children's eyes have been covered. A lot of weird pictures, dude. So the first one we have here is an unnamed baby being fed pizza. The comments say, hashtag first pizza, and another that says, new Comet ad, as in a new ad for Comet Pizzeria. Here's another one, a picture of a German baby doll for sale, and the comments say, way overpriced. Now, nothing too damning here. Uh, Maybe James is a doll collector. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Here we find another unnamed baby with the most alarming hashtag of hotard, which is a slang for a ho or whore and a retard, or someone that is mentally handicapped. Very strange to write such a thing on a picture of a baby. Here we have another unnamed baby drinking some milk, and notice the hashtag Karis James. We're going to be seeing a lot more of that as we move on. Hmm. Here we have another hashtag of Karis James in reference to an entirely different child, and apparently Karis James loves to spend euros. 
it's just very odd seeing a child posing with money like this. Here's another Karis unnamed James. baby in a shopping so cart with the hashtag Karis James yet again. And I must mention, the eyes of this girl in the picture are saggy and she looks really tired. Not sure who this child is and why she is in this basket and why she is... And why does he have a bunch of pictures of Instagram kids account. all over his fucking... Mm-hmm. And yet Instagram another unnamed or Twitter. unidentified girl with the hashtag I love chocolate cake. This next That's image shows weird. a young girl in a beauty pageant, and she is highlighted saying, I just want my pizza, which, when knowing the FBI codes, means young girl, which is pretty disturbing. Now, one or two pictures of a few girls on an Instagram account isn't really a big deal, but when you get so many like this, it really starts to raise questions. Here again, we have two unidentified children, supposedly born one year ago today, as it says, with the hashtag Karis James yet again. Who are these children? Why are the parents not tagged? Why are the names of the children not given? These are all pretty pertinent questions. One of the most disturbing the images fuck? is the one where this young mm-hmm. girl here is taped down to the table while the commenter that says, girl's been in other pictures. area for your guests, Sing pong table Hilar- or oh, hilarious. Yeah. And Kate Damon there tags Karis James yet again. Pause it. Pause it and do what you want to do. Any accusation made here... Oh, you hit the wrong fucking button. I believe in fairness under the law, and so accordingly... ...to Mr. Elephantis and Comet Pizza... Just pause it there as it's close enough. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing that picture there. I want to look at... Karis James, yeah. yeah, What is Karis James? I I mean, he's probably going to get to it, but... So if you let's see here, vote as a censorship-free community. Karis James is a James Christopher Elephantis claims in the recent video to be her godfather. Karis James is refers to date rape drug, also a drug that blocks pain. That's fucked up. Now we know what Karis James is. Let's see. So, well, it's supposed to be like, so, okay, I'm getting a couple things out of this. If you look up Karis James, James Christopher Elephantis claims in the recent video to be her godfather. So the godfather of that little girl in all these video or all these pictures. Someone also refers to him as Grandpa Jimmy. Where is this girl? Nobody has found a trace of her. The last known photo of her playing with PVC tape is from early 2015. There do not appear to be any photos of her outdoors, and there are signs of abuse and neglect. Why did Godfather Jimmy take her to Europe when she was an infant? Uh, And why does the only travel photo show her chewing on $1,000 stacks of euros? Then beneath that it says, Karis James refers to Karis, a date rape drug, Carisopridol, also a drug that blocks pain. <clears throat> so, was this kid named Caris James after that fucking drug? Caris, okay, so James is his name, Caris being the first name of right. this kid. 
it's a little weird. I mean, I guess kind of a stretch. Kara Sopper at all. Who said that was her name? Right here. Claims in the recent video that to be her godfather. James Elephantis claims in the recent video to be her godfather. Does. Her being Karis James. Oh, her whole name is Karis James. Well, it's probably Karis James, whatever the last name is. I'm guessing James would be the middle name. Who would nickname, or who would middle name their daughter James? I don't know. I don't buy that one. But what, what do you think Karis James is then? Elephantis' explanation is that the child is his goddaughter and that the child had been taped down by her sister. Those investigating generally refer to the child as Karis James, based on the hashtag, but we have no actual idea of what the, of the child's name. So, people referring to that kid and all of those as Karis James. <clears throat> the fact that you're this dude hashtags Karis James mm-hmm. in all the pictures of these kids or particularly that kid, is kind of odd. Yeah. If it's not the name, you know what I mean? I don't know. Here again we have two unidentified children, supposedly born one year ago today, as it says, with the hashtag Karis James yet again. Who are these children? Why are the parents not tagged? Why are the names of the children not given? These are all pretty pertinent questions. But then going back to the Karis James, one of the that most girl. Hold on, again. Pause again. One where this young girl. So if that chick, is t- that chick is Karis James, and why is he putting Karis James in all the fucking kids' pictures? I think there's a younger sister. I think that was the. But that younger sister might be Melanie James. But why would we put Karis uh, James on it still? You know what I mean? Because Karis, the name Karis, is the first part of that drug. Right. So what it is? It's it's code. Thing. Yeah, no, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. But you were trying to say it was no. the kid's name. Well, it could be. I don't think so. The no. kid could be named after the fucking drug. But yeah, but why would think you put about, it on all those kids? All those kids' the, names is Karis then? Uh, I, I don't know. We'll disagree. Here's the thing. <laughs> that Kendall and that other video with Dr. Phil. Yeah. Let's say this girl here was the situation of that Kendall. Mm-hmm. Give him, you know, that's why you'd be Godfather Jimmy. Right. Could have purchased this kid from birth. Right, right, right. Named it Karis after this fucking drug that he uses to fucking whatever. You know, there's something right. weird either way right. about it. Why are you... Uh, I don't know, dude. There's something odd about it. Maybe mm-hmm. you're... The, he's, the, the hashtag Karis James. Why is... What's Karis other than that drug? What's James? Well, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, it, the whole thing's weird, dude. That, that's yeah, the no. thing. It's There's so many questions, but if you were part of this, would you not need to create code words and oh, yeah, things yeah. to communicate? Dude, when I sold drugs, I had fucking code yeah. and shit. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, that's what you do when mm-hmm. you're trying to do something that you don't want people to know about. It's mm-hmm. taped down to the weird. table. All things All weird. The commenter says, new seating area for your guests. Hilaire or hilarious. And Kate Damon there tags Karis James yet again. Who the fuck is Kate Damon? I don't know. Here's Jimmy Comet showing off a pile of pills and bills. And notice in the comments here it says ping pong in London. This next post shows James in an article expressing his love for playing ping pong in Germany, as well as in London, at a place called Dr. Pong's, something we'll revisit later. 
Here's Jimmy Comet displaying three masked children, which was also linked to another very creepy account called Mr. Solier. Not sure who these children are, how old these children are, what this is a reference to, if this is an art piece. Do the children know this is an art piece? Yeah, it's kind of weird. One of the most controversial images is the one where a man here is holding a very young child with what has been identified as a sex bracelet around the man and child's necks. Jimmy Comet here tags chicken lovers with a chicken lover defined as a homosexual man who is attracted to underage boys. Yet another hashtag Karis James and the most strange and downright disturbing comments such as what what in the butt? The fuck? In this next image here, we have a large refrigerated room, and the comments here are just flat-out creepy. Just rinse it off when you're done, says one. Just a pile of money under a sheet, says another. Hashtag murder and hashtag kill room are all very alarming. What are these people referring to? Where is this room? Do these people visit it? And if so, what do they do there? The commenter working on my night cheese has a most interesting name for an Instagram account when taking into consideration what cheese means, according to the FBI. Working on my night cheese also has a kill room at his artist studio, the Pajama Factory, and also has friends who are apparently familiar with the hashtag kill room. Here, working on my night cheese is welding together a coffee in table or a coffin table with that coffin just about fit for the size of a small child. Mm -hmm. And this image of the back of a van by Mr. Night Cheese uh, is pretty interesting. You can see it seems to be reinforced in the back there, like there's a, a door or a metal cage or something, and the comment is illuminating. It's like concrete, but plywood, but concrete. What is going on here? What is this van used for? What does working on my night cheese do for a living? Here is working on my night cheese commenting on another Jimmy Comet post, asking if James is burying a body. Some of the other images from James's account are very risque. Here we have Comet Pizza being jokingly renamed as the Long Dong Pizza Shop. Someone tagging Comet Ping Pong Mm -hmm. here with two people giving oral pleasure on a giant slice of pizza. And here is another. And another. (laughs) Cock spooging pizza slices. Got covered in blood. In this post, we see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it says Democratic Party, Republican Party, and the box checked is Pizza Party. This post is quite disturbing in that the comments we find someone saying, whip me up a Haitian special extra cheese, which once again, according to the FBI code words, would mean a young Haitian girl. And a very young girl, because he wanted extra. So obviously there's something going on here that is a lot more lewd, lascivious, and downright perverse than what any reasonable person would believe should be going on at a children's pizzeria. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's weird. Creepy. Whether they're just trying to be odd and funny in their own kind of gay way, Mm -hmm. 
Before we move on, Lots I just want question, to mention three things. Questionable All of stuff which are just for uh, establishment to be bizarre. putting out in the public right. eye. You know what I mean? It's weird. First, the name James Elephantis can basically be translated in French to mean I like children. I offer no other commentary on this other than to point out that fact. Wow. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Second, and please note that this that is, is pure speculation, name? but interesting nonetheless. Researchers had mentioned that since the hashtag Karis James did not seem to be addressing any specific person, Karis might possibly be a reference to the drug Carisoprodol, which is a muscle relaxer that might be used on alleged victims. And lastly, and this is something that is not speculative at all, the profile picture of James Elephantis, or Jimmy Comet, is the Greek god Antinous, who apparently was deified as a living god, and it just so happens that Antinous was sexually attracted to young boys. Hmm. Hmm. We'll get back to Jimmy Comet's Instagram in just a bit. This is John Podesta. John Podesta was the chairman of the 2016 guy. Hillary Clinton presidential yeah. campaign looking guy. and has previously mm-hmm. served as chief of staff to President Bill Clinton and counselor to President Barack Obama. Kind of like Mr. Bean. John has had close ties <laughs> to Washington for a very long time. John has been in the inner circle of some very, very powerful people within the upper echelons of the Democratic Party for a very, very long time. WikiLeaks has released thousands of John Podesta's emails, and after many researchers rifled through them, it was found that there were an enormous amount of strangely worded references to pizza and hot dogs. Needless to say, it is very clear to see that John and many of the people whom he was communicating with are speaking in code. And not only are they speaking in code, but it is the same code that has been well established by the FBI. A few emails worthy of mentioning are here. Here we have an email discussing that the White House is flying in $65,000 worth of hot dogs and pizza. And yes, you could argue that the White House spends a good deal on high-profile events, and thus it is silly to assume that this email has anything to do with child trafficking, but really, sixty-five grand to fly in hot dogs and pizza? Who flies in hot dogs and pizza? Does this hot dog and pizza catering service have a name? And sixty-five grand? At the very least, these people are wasting an insane amount of taxpayer money. Oh, and one last thing. It is protocol that all the food served at the White House is prepared at the White House due to worries of contamination and poisoning and the like. So mm-hmm. all the food at the White House is made at the White House. So what does this email mean? Well, pizza and hot dogs both. This next one is addressed boys. to John Podesta mm-hmm. and discusses dreaming of a hot dog stand in Hawaii. Are hot dogs really that good in Hawaii? I've been there and I was <laughs> never once told about the legendary Hawaiian kosher footlong. What is the name of this hot dog stand? Does this person and John Podesta vacation together? Very odd and very disconcerting, knowing what the code word hot dog means. Boy. I believe this one comes from Hillary Clinton's emails herself, and it says, With fingers crossed, the old rabbit's foot out of the attic, I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Moloch. Um, enough said. Here's one from James Elephantis to John Podesta, including the Hillary logo with a pizza incorporated into it. Now remember, this is the owner of a local pizza joint emailing the campaign chairman for a presidential candidate about a logo and saying, do not forward it. What kind of relationship do John and James have? How close is James to Hillary? 
these seem like pretty important questions. Here's one. I'm coming to town and I'm bringing walnuts. And another email here speaks of walnut sauce. Who writes emails to each other concerning walnuts? I guess maybe people that work at the Diamond Nuts Corporation or Planters Peanuts might, but politicians? All of this makes a whole lot of sense when you realize the FBI code walnuts means a young child of color. This so is very for orgy. Mm-hmm. The realtor found a handkerchief map that is pizza-related. Why would anyone feel the need to write someone about a pizza-related map handkerchief? The FBI has also reported of a handkerchief code, with each color of handkerchief apparently having a specific meaning, such as oral or anal sex. Even if you knew nothing of FBI codes, you don't need to be Inspector Gadget or Sherlock Holmes to clearly see that these people are speaking in code with one another. Yeah. Should I play dominoes on pizza rather than pasta? This email is just downright strange. Why would anyone play dominoes on pizza or pasta, and why would they sound almost excited to do it? If we are to take seriously the code words and their meaning, then this email becomes unsettling and sick. This is John writing his brother Tony, saying that he would love to get pizza for an hour. This email includes an image of a party, what apparently looks like Tony Podesta's house, someone we'll get to in just a bit, and someone emails a couple of pics saying they're capturing the spirit of the evening, and at the party they have a cutout of the Pope. Nothing too damning here other than the query of why would they have a picture of the Pope at the house. Email 1037 has an image that was shared by many different people, and the sender here says, it doesn't get any better than this, and attached is a file simply called pizza. The attachment shows two Asian women biting into the crust of a slice of pizza with a little girl. So what, one might say. An attachment called pizza of people eating pizza? Um, duh, where's the conspiracy? The only problem with this is that the people that have been confidently identified in this picture are Una Lee and Laura Ling, two reporters who were supposedly kidnapped after they were reporting on, you guessed it, child trafficking. Hmm. This last one is just downright gross and, in my opinion, leaves little room for interpretation. Tamara Lozado is sharing her excitement about the reprise of our gang's visit to the farm in Lovettsville. We plan to heat the pool so a swim is a possibility. Bonnie will be transporting Ruby, Emerson, and Mauve, 11, 9, and 7, so you'll have some further entertainment. And they will be in that pool for sure. What kind of entertainment involves three young children and a grown man in a swimming pool? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. So yeah, you I know why I didn't want to do this. Even the most elementary mind can clearly see that there's something else being discussed here besides hot dogs and pizza. Almost makes you want to puke. And I have yet to find a single researcher to provide an honest and common sense explanation for these private exchanges. Do love me some pizza though. (laughs) Sorry. One quick thing before we move on: this painting was found in an image of the campaign office of Chairman John Podesta, and it shows two individuals holding dinner plates about to carve into and what looks like dine on a human being. In other words, this is a painting of cannibalism. Not sure what the artist is representing here, but this is very, very odd. That is very strange. Goes in line with the spirit cooking and all that shit. I was going to say, John's hey, pizza seems yet. to be a family affair. I think you'll get there. This is John's brother, Tony. 
Tony Podesta and his wife Heather were named by GQ to be the 23rd most powerful people in Washington. Tony's website, The Podesta Group, describes him as the following. Many people in Washington can tell you what just happened to you. Tony Podesta helps you change outcomes. Tony is recognized by his peers, the news media, and decision makers across the federal government as the man with the judgment and smart, strategic sense to get things done. John, Tony, and James Elefantis are all close friends and are clearly people who share a lot of similar interests, to say the least. The Podesta brothers have been linked to the disappearance of a young girl named Madeline McCann after many people online noticed the artist's sketches of Madeline's supposed kidnappers are a dead ringer to the Podestas. Here are the police sketches overlaid with the pictures of the hmm. Podesta brothers. Oh, goddamn close. Yeah, dude. Like, eerily According close. to emails yeah. released by WikiLeaks, John's secretary was handling his emails the days Madeline went missing. And further, the Podesta brothers have been confirmed to have been staying in Portugal the day of her disappearance at the house of former member of parliament, Sir Clement Freud, who is a convicted pedophile and who happened to live a third of a mile down the street from where Madeleine McCann was abducted. Wow. An expose of Tony Podesta's house, lifestyle, and art collection were highlighted in Washington Life magazine. Within the article, we find pictures of his house very clearly displaying art centrally themed around children. In one corner of the house, we find two large paintings displaying children laying on the ground. On the couch, we see in another room stuffed animals on display. The article begins by saying, If you've ever dreamed of strolling Mm. through a museum Mm -hmm. with a slice of pizza and a glass of wine in hand, you need to befriend super lobbyist Tony Podesta. Known about town as a legendary political fix-it man, Tony has turned his home into a shrine for contemporary art, including some of his favorite artists. The article goes on to say that Tony had recently come from a Hillary Clinton campaign fundraiser and that he has worked for the likes of Walmart, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Wells Fargo, and Lockheed Martin. So no small potatoes there. Hmm. Finally, the article concludes and says that he regularly opens his house to casual pizza parties, co-hosted by his friend James Elefantis owner of Comet Ping Pong. We are going to take a quick look at three of the artists mentioned in the article. Louis Bourgeois, Viljana Derjevic, and Marina Abramovic. There's her spirit yep. cooker. Mm-hmm. Tony's first major art purchase, and one according to the article, the piece that is never taken down, is the 2,000-pound bronze statue by Louis Bourgeois called the Arch of Hysteria. According to the National Gallery of Canada, the Arch of Hysteria was created from Bourgeois' interest in the physical, emotional, and psychological aspects of pain and fear. The piece was inspired by neurologist Jean-Martin Charcot, a physician who sought to represent hysteria by documenting the performances of his female patients. The physical tension of the hysterical arch, an intense muscular contraction resulting in immobility and paralysis of the limbs, is emblematic of an extreme emotional state. Regardless of the artist, it seems like a very morbid thing to have as your prized possession hanging in your living room. It's also been noted that the arch of hysteria seems to mimic the same position that the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer would leave his decapitated victims in. Uh. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, looks very similar. Mm-hmm. The second artist we're going to look at is Biljana Derjevic. I'm just going to present a few of her pieces here without any commentary. So for the listeners, it was a group of little girls all with their hands behind their backs sitting in the thing, a boy tied in a bathroom area, like hung by his arms. Lots of, like, Girl. children. Yeah. The last artist we wish to look at is Marina Abramovic. Marina gained fame during the run-up to the 2016 presidential election when it was revealed through the WikiLeaks emails that John Podesta through his brother Tony, was invited to one of Marina's spirit cookings. Spirit cooking is a performance art where blood, semen, urine, and other bodily fluids are used to paint in a live painting performance. Marina is a well-known artist collaborating with the likes of Jay-Z and is close and personal with Lady Gaga. Apparently, in many Hollywood circles, Marina is a big hit. Who's that? That's her. Isn't it? It was Will Ferrell. So, it's like a dinner party with a fucking naked woman in the middle of the... To say the least... But is there anything to really get up in arms about? I mean, let's be reasonable. This is just art. Art is defined as the expression of human creative skill and imagination producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. By your and my opinion, all of this may be creepy and repulsive, but nonetheless, it is just art. Well, Marina Abramovic was asked about the role of the occult in her art on a Reddit Q&A, and she replied this. If you are doing occult magic in the context of an art or in a gallery, then it is art. If you are doing it in a different context, in spiritual circles or private house or on TV shows, then it is not art. The intention, the context and what it is made defines what art is or not. As found in the WikiLeaks emails... Even Hillary Clinton herself is invited to and apparently might occasionally attend these sort of spirit cookings. The fact that a presidential candidate and her campaign chairman are being invited by close personal friends to a cooking of these sorts is something I would assume that the voting public would probably like to know. It might be pertinent to point out here that Hillary and Bill Clinton have a laundry Thumbs list up of from Bill. and associates that have been busted for child trafficking or pedophilia. I'm just going to briefly mention a few here. First, we have Laura Silsby, former director of the New Life Children's Refuge, was caught trying to steal 33 children. It was discovered that Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton's confidant and top aide, had been forwarding emails directly to Hillary about Laura Silsby's organization. And there is evidence that Hillary worked directly with getting Silsby off the hook. Hmm. Next up is Jeffrey Epstein, another very interesting character in this whole thing. In 2008, Epstein was convicted of soliciting sex from an underage girl and quietly paid settlements to scores of alleged victims who claimed that he had serially molested them as well as countless other victims. 
Several women have come out since then claiming that Epstein and his powerful network of friends have continually trafficked children for sex on his private island in St. Thomas. Jeffrey Epstein's now famous Little Black Book, recovered by Epstein's house manager, reads like a who's who of political and social elite. Former President Bill Clinton, President-elect Donald Trump, and Prince Andrew all hitched rides on Epstein's private planes and visited his private island. Hmm. And then we have Christopher Cloman, convicted pedophile, who, according to the Washington Post, molested girls less than ten times from 1966 to 1985. Cloman was a close personal friend of Ken Starr, who is a former Clinton prosecutor. And then there is Anthony Weiner, former member of the Mm -hmm. United States House of Representatives, involved in three sexual scandals related to sexting or sending explicit material by his phone. Weiner's now ex-wife, Huma Abedin, is once again a close confidant and Hillary Clinton's once top aide. And then, of course, there's Denny Hastert, the 51st Speaker of the House of Representatives and the longest Republican to hold the post, also a convicted pedophile, busted in the 70s for child molestation. Denny is apparently still a friend of the Podestas today and is even mentioned in the WikiLeaks emails discussing sending Denny to an undisclosed location. Hmm. Another very interesting connection to the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation is Monica Peterson. Monica Peterson was the assistant director at the Human Trafficking Center who worked in Haiti and it has been claimed that she had been highly critical of the Clinton Foundation and their possible role in child trafficking. Monica Peterson was found dead of an apparent suicide. According to the Washington Post, the Clintons played a major role in recovery efforts in Haiti after the devastating earthquake in 2010. Former President Bill Clinton was the public face of the U.S. efforts in Haiti through several recovery roles. He was the United Nations Special Envoy to Haiti, co-leader of the Clinton-Bush-Haiti Fund with former President George W. Bush, and co-chairman of the Interim Haiti Recovery Commission. The Clinton Foundation raised more than $30 million for Haiti relief projects. There's a lot of criticism lodged against the Clintons for their involvement with the recovery efforts in Haiti, many by the Haitian people themselves, claiming that they never received the donations or promises made to them. There are serious questions as to how much Monica Peterson knew about the Clintons and their relationship with Haiti. I highly doubt it was One major angle yeah. to all this is found once again by focusing on information secured by those at the Federal Bureau of Investigation. People within the pedophile community apparently have logos and symbols they use to identify each other. A few from the FBI are posted here. So as you can see, spiral triangle means boy lover, the heart within a heart means little girl lover, etc. Comet Ping Pong on their menu had a logo similar to the child lover logo. The words play, eat, drink are displayed inside the paddles, and this just so happens to be an acronym for PED, or pedophile, pedophile short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dude, what it's can all too suspect. More than coincidental, yeah. You know what I mean? These logos How? are used in businesses surrounding Comet Ping Pong. If you just happen to design all these logos and not knowing all this shit, wouldn't you fucking almost want to kill yourself because of how ironic it all seems to fit? It was recently changed after the scandal broke. Oh no, dude. It's weird. And why change your logo if you're not guilty? Besta is Portuguese for beast. Or in other words, their shop is called Beast Pizza. 
Besta Pizza is owned by a man named Andrew Klein, who just happens to be the director for the Human Trafficking Prosecution Unit of the Department of Justice. Just down the way is Politics and Prose, which is co-owned by Lisa Muscatine, who has been a Hillary Clinton supporter and speechwriter for over 20 years. We also have Beyond Borders, a foundation who works to end child slavery and prevent violence against women and girls in Haiti. And two stores away from Beyond Borders is Terrasol Bistro and Artisan Gallery, which has displayed yet another FBI pedophile logo. Yeah, right there, double heart. (laughs) To put it bluntly, it has been strongly implied by many who have invested time and commitment into this investigation that the corroborating circumstantial evidence leads to the very real possibility that the owners of these buildings, all of whom are connected directly to extremely high-level people within our government might all be involved in child trafficking in one way or another. That is crazy, dude. All so close, too. Yeah, it's just one little network. You want it all, you can. It also has been speculated, mainly through pictures from James Oliphantus' Instagram account, that there may be tunnels connecting the buildings underground, and this is why we see him doing work in what appears to be at Comet Ping Pong. Though the location of this building isn't tagged in this picture, we can clearly see a ping-pong table in the background, which leads us to believe that this image is probably taken at Comet Ping-Pong. If James had substantial work done at Comet Ping-Pong, to the best of my knowledge, he never obtained a permit from the city to do any of the renovations. It is no secret that there is a network of underground tunnels beneath the architecture of Washington, D.C., Though many of the tunnels are said to be out of use, some of them have been reappropriated, including one turned art gallery called the DuPont Underground, and art display open to the public. Once again, this tunnel network is only mentioned here as something to take into consideration. One reason this is mentioned is that James recently said in an interview that there is no basement at Comet Ping Pong, and yet in an article a few years prior, he says this We harvest a whole crop of organic tomatoes. 10 tons of tomatoes every year, can them all, store them in the basement, have like a harvest party when it gets loaded in. Yeah, explain that, guy. Seems like a very strange thing to lie about. I can't think of any reason to lie about having or not having a basement unless there is something hidden in that basement. Jeff, you don't, if you had a basement then, what happened to your basement? James Elephantis' Instagram. You don't have it anymore. Mr. Barack Obama seen here, captured by Mr. Alephantis himself, seems to enjoy a game of ping pong now and again. With a little boy. The first lady Michelle Obama plays as well, even taking what was deemed by the White House as a personal trip to China to have a hand at the paddle. Of course, this could be because of the long tradition of ping pong diplomacy, which is, according to Wikipedia, the exchange of table tennis or ping pong players between the United States and the People's Republic of China starting in the early 1970s. So all of this love for ping pong could simply be referring to diplomacy with other countries, or it could mean something else entirely. Joe Biden has the most disturbing thing on his own Instagram, giving the President of the United States, the leader of the free world, a children's friendship bracelet. One with a pizza on it. Mm. 
creepy. Yeah. You heard about Joe Biden and his fucking creepiness? On James's Instagram account. Didn't I tell you about that? Pause it for a second. I think that's Emily. Dr. Pong's. Yeah. Joey's soon to be daughter in law. I don't know about that. When he was in Beloit, um, her mom, Emily is Jacob, is Joy's son. His fiance's name is Emily. Her mom works at the antique place right next to the place that they were having lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called her mom, or her mom called her and said, Hey, come across because her mom was having lunch or whatever. I said, Come over here. The you know, vice president's there. So she went over just to take a picture and meet him. And he like went up and gave her this big hug and like took a picture of her with him, like selfie or whatever. And I can't remember. He said some creepy shit to her, and I can't remember what it was. But it was very, very pedophilish, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to ask Joe what it was. That dude's. Dude, there's if you just look up if you go to Google and type in uh Joe Biden little girls, like dude, there's a whole bunch of fucking reports. He's like he's always whispering shit in their ears and mm-hmm. gets down and hugs them and like holds them longer than would be a normal yeah. hug for yeah. like you know, if you're just a public figure, you put your arm around somebody for a picture. You don't fuck you know, there's yeah. a lot of weird shit. And he doesn't do it with boys. That's the other thing. Yeah. So Biden's fucking creepy mm-hmm. on his own, dude. Mm-hmm. Of Oliver Miller. On Dr. Pong's website, we see a seedy sort of underground dive bar looking ping pong place, obviously not geared towards children, whose website is extremely sketchy and weird to say the least. Get rid you of my ping pong yourself. table. Mm-hmm. The menu on the site is the weirdest thing of all, and in one of the lines it says, Sticky as a long, slow summertime fuck. What? Sounds delicious. Weird. Interesting. Comet Ping Pong and Dr. Pong's website are hosted by the same admin. Apparently the kind of ping pong James likes to play is enjoyed in London, Berlin, as well as in Washington, D.C. Now, this isn't the first time that Comet Ping Pong has been accused of deviant, immoral, and illegal activities. Well, rape and murder, huh? In 2007, Frank Winstead, a member of the Washington, D.C. community, tried warning the neighborhood about what was allegedly going on at Comet Pizza, including lying, cheating, stealing, spitting in customers' food, encouraging murderers and rapists, and all-around debauchery. Apparently, Frank was essentially written off as a grouchy old party pooper who had some unsubstantiated grievances towards a local business, and that was that. And maybe old Frank wasn't crazy after all. So, Frank, in this video... Claims that the screaming and crying that's heard is from inside Comic Ping Pong. This is a video of. You can barely hear, like. Like, who, what are those guys doing out there? Yeah, I don't know. Looks like they're playing ping pong. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay, they're playing ping pong in the street. All right. Well, on the sidewalk, it looks like. Yeah. But, yeah, this, there's no kids around, but did you hear them? Just on the outset, a pizzeria aimed towards children, and it is open from 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., and then closed with parties often thrown in the back. Hmm. This means that, essentially, Comet Pizzeria makes all of their money in roughly four and a half hours a night. This is the bathroom located in Comet Ping Pong, and it shows a man here jerking himself off at a ping pong table. 
I ask you, does this look suitable for children? Yeah, what the fuck? Playing ping pong with an alien. Apparently, since the scandal broke, most of the controversial art within Kama Pizza <laughs> has been removed. Just like the heads in the pictures. Yeah. Comet Pizza has a close connection and trust with their patrons. Here's a clip of the manager explaining Comet's relationship with its customers. The secret is, is it's an empowerment. And empowerment, by definition, is trust. So, like, I trust that the, that the relationship that I have with the customers is one where they understand that I'm looking out for them. And in response, they look out for us. The posters for the bands that play a Comet Ping Pong are very edgy and mood and perverse, know. to say the least. Here are just a few posters of some of the acts that have played a Comet. Well, As it one turns out, even some of the bands that play at the pizzeria flash pedophile symbols or logos in their videos, including this one here by a band called Sex Stains. Now remember, this is a children's pizzeria. I can't imagine heading to Chuck E. Cheese's where <laughs> a kid can be a kid and seeing a band called Sex Stains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in Chuck E. Cheese's defense, not that I'm the taking for the sides. Bands at Comet Ping Pong is Sasha. Chuck E. Cheese's defense is. God damn it! They're not a bar. They're not going to have a a band play. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, they got their own fucking. Yeah, there's little fucking weird shit going on right there. That's good. It's. Uh, now remember, this is a children's pizzeria. Yeah. I can't imagine heading to Chuck E. Cheese's where a kid can be a kid mm-hmm. and seeing a band called Sex Stains. The promoter for the bands at Comet Ping Pong is Sasha Lord. Sasha Lord previously worked as an outdoor facilitator at Hemlock Overlook specializing in at-risk populations, volunteered with the Girl Scouts of Saniam Council, helping to facilitate Girl Scouts beyond bars, and she also worked for the Girl Scouts of the nation's capital, running an outreach Girl Scout troop at the Prince William County Juvenile Detention Center. So basically, Sasha Lord has worked with children a good portion of her adult life, and now she is recruited to be a scouting-slash-talent agent for the back room of a CD, very politically-connected children's pizzeria. Hmm. Seems reasonable. (laughs) This video is of an artist named Majestic Ape, who also goes by Amanda Kleiman, apparently, and has performed at Comet with her band Heavy Breathing. The the video is of Sasha Lord's birthday party, and you can clearly hear Majestic Ape speaking casually about special pizza and discussing with the crowd the favors that Sasha provides. You can also hear in the crowd people laughing and casually speaking about pedophilia. What? It is the day of the birth of our Lord. (laughs) Sasha Lord. If you are like me, you love Sasha. Or if you don't, you want perks from her. (laughs) Things like free pizza. Have any of you enjoyed this special pizza here tonight called the Hottie? And Cherry is known to hang out down here. He likes the world sounds. Tomorrow's. 
And little boys. And children. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how could you joke about Further, like Majestic Ape has mentioned pedophilia in her videos casually. To say that all of Majestic Ape's so-called art is strange and perverse would be an understatement. So she's a chick with a guy's voice. Majestic like Ape has also worked oh, with an artist named James Huckenpaul. Cross dresses. Oh. Amanda Kleinman, or Majestic Ape, narrates one of James's musical compositions I found on his SoundCloud. James Huckenpaller has worked with Transformer, the artist-centered, non-profit organization that James Elephantis is the board president of, one of the many titles James Elephantis apparently holds. Hmm. Odd how all this shit's connected. Yeah. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah, James Huckenpaller wrote a 314-page document called Meta Monument, a PDF available on his website, superluckyland.com, that describes 10 functional fictions that describe potential uses for the abandoned trolley tunnels beneath DuPont Circle, formerly Pacific Circle. These dreams borrow liberally from cultural spaces in Berlin in an effort to address some of the fundamental challenges posed by the location. And on the last page of this work, it says this. Thanks to Oliver Miller, a.k.a. Dr. Pong, for hospitality in Berlin, and James Elephantis for patronage above and beyond. It just kind of makes you wonder what kind of hospitality and patronage these guys are offering. The scary thing about all of this is that when you start to dig through the endless material on this subject, following a lot of the leads, going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole a picture becomes very clear. One showing that hiding beneath the world of high art and politics, there is a very devious circle of people engaged in this sort of illegal, wicked, and highly immoral behavior. When this story broke, countless researchers, myself included, scoured numerous accounts on Instagram, and Twitter, and Facebook, and uncovered literally hundreds of people engaging one another using these code words saying things cryptically, and posting images related to such behavior. This is not a joke. Literally hundreds to thousands of people discussing this stuff openly. A Twitter account named at Eclipse underscore OW was banned temporarily for releasing a massive Google Doc of 23,000 accounts, including over 500 with their exact geographical locations, of people involved in an enormous child pedophile ring. Huh. It has recently come to light that this pedophilia is on YouTube as well, with literally, once again, thousands of accounts discussing this stuff openly, sharing videos of young girls, spreading their legs, posing the in fuck? very sexual or precarious positions, and the like. The comment sections of these videos are littered with perverse and sexually explicit comments about young children, and nothing is being done about it. I can't even show some of the videos here due to the fact that YouTube will probably take this video down, yet leave those accounts up. If you don't believe me, spend an hour or two and search for webcam video and peruse some of these seemingly randomly uploaded videos. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. From my own best approximations, there seems to be literally an entire subculture created around pedophilia and child trafficking. Conservative reporter Andrew Breitbart, founder of Breitbart.com, 
spoke of John Podesta and his supposed sex crimes in a tweet from 2011, where he said this, How progressive guru John Podesta is in a household name as a world-class underage sex slave op cover-upper defending unspeakable dregs escapes me. Andrew Breitbart dropped dead of a heart seizure in early 2012. Make no mistake about it, rampant pedophilia and child Mm -hmm. sex slave trafficking at the highest levels of society and government is something that people have been claiming and discussing for years. The Hollywood aspect of this whole scandal is pretty intense too, and it is a rabbit hole I will only briefly touch on here. Mm -hmm. The amount of celebrities, especially childhood actors and entertainers, that seem to be tied up in all of this is pretty damn alarming. Hollywood actor Elijah Wood, a household name, has come out and discussed openly that there is a pedophile ring happening within the underbelly of Hollywood and has been operating for years. Katy Perry has been known to have a fascination for pizza, even donning a pizza onesie, and Miley Cyrus has long been known to have some obscene obsession with pizza as her entire Instagram account seems dedicated to this Italian food. It has been alleged for a long time that famed childhood actor Macaulay Culkin has been the victim of this Hollywood occultist, drug-addled pedophilia network, especially with his ties to the likes of Michael Jackson. Culkin now fronts an alt-rock art-pop band called The Pizza Underground, where the band plays covers of Velvet Underground songs, except changes the songs into pizza-related themes. Their debut music video, shown here, is quite disturbing. Jesus Christ, that's so cheesy. When you start to include the fact that Jay-Z is linked to Abramovic, and his lady, Beyonce, was spotted wearing a ring of Baphomet, literally a ring of the devil, on a live TV performance, you got to start asking some serious questions as to what kind of lifestyle do these people embrace in private. Yeah, it's weird. And they let it slip out there just enough. Mm -hmm. If If you know what you're looking for, Madonna, you'll see it, you know? and Katy Perry have all performed essentially occult rituals on stage at various music award shows. With eyes wide open, the connections you can start to make are obvious, blatant, and at other times, deeply unresting. I can only briefly mention here the government mind control program of MKUltra, the predecessor to the supposed Project Monarch program. Yes, the government, by their own admission, was literally experimenting on people with and without their knowledge for years, at least since 1950. This subject is a documentary in and of itself, but let's just say MKUltra and the government mind control programs undoubtedly play an enormous role in understanding this network of control. Though MKUltra on record was supposedly shut down, there is no getting around the fact that this stuff happened. I think it would be extremely naive to believe that the government, under some guise or veil, isn't continuing these types of programs today. Many of the so-called Hollywood stars and famous figures could very well be mind-controlled slaves, controlled by forces at work within the United States government. Yeah, what was that all about? What? Him just staring at the camera like that. If you think this kind of thing is a ridiculous notion... I understand your doubts, Mm -hmm. but no matter what your opinions are, this stuff is real, and it did happen.
Yeah, it is pretty crazy that MK Ultra existed yet. So many people don't know anything about it. But yet it's that's it, known. It's a fucking The fact is, accusations thing, of know? a massive pedophile ring have happened many times before. The Australian government had a massive pedophile scandal, and there was an expose done on it on 60 Minutes, which, to the best of my knowledge, never aired in the United States. Numerous researchers have discussed England's own supposed scandals, with the claims that many within the celebrity culture, including cultural icon and BBC legend Jimmy Seville, are involved in sex, slave, murder, and child trafficking, amongst other things. We have the Franklin cover-up in the States, which is another very interesting case, in which it was claimed that the entire institute of government and the media itself colluded on covering up a pedophile ring, going so far as to call the FBI the orchestrator and architect of the child trafficking ring. Former President Senator John DeCamp was involved in the production of a documentary called A Conspiracy of Silence, which you can watch on YouTube, was set to air on May 3, 1994 on the Discovery Channel, exposing a network of religious leaders and Washington politicians who flew children to Washington, D.C. for sex orgies. But right before the show was to air, an unknown congressman threatened the TV cable industry with restrictive legislation if the documentary was aired, and thus it never saw the light of day. And last but not least, we have the Hampstead cover-up. The Hampstead case was the most gruesome indictment of this sort of thing I have ever witnessed, with direct accounts from children who were victims of satanic ritual abuse. These children claimed kidnapping, torture, blood rituals, sex, murder, and even cannibalism. The Hampstead cover-up and the implications of it are prime examples of how many different times a child-trafficking pedophile ring a satanically-based sex slave ring has been brought to light by the children affected directly by such madness. I want to include the following audio from the Hampstead case of one of the children who gave a testimony and police confession discussing these actions in her own words. I encourage you to go online and listen to the testimony from these children and the retractions that these children gave and decide for yourself if you think that these children were lying. Out of respect, I have not included the child's name or face to the alleged victim. I just want to say this once again to reiterate. These children retracted their testimonies, and the claim perpetrators were never charged with anything. Who's they? Who's they? The teachers, the parents, the staff. Every single teacher or specific teachers? No, every single. The whole school does it. The whole... The whole school, and we got our own church yeah. too. So we, so because they do that, because after, we, as I said, we kill babies, we drink their blood, we eat them. Okay. But then after we, we so the social services who are in it, yeah. they so they go to families, or so they go to families. So the families can't afford, so they get a baby, but they can't look after it or anything. They can't buy food or the, they can't buy clothes, they can't look after it. So they sell, the families who sell their children, Yeah. so the social services get them, they say they get them to a foster home, but they don't. Okay. So then they, because our dad, he forces me and to do it. But because we can't, we're not strong enough to cut the baby's head off, he does us to hold a knife, and he puts his hand at the top of our hand. 
and he helps us to cut your baby's head off. Jesus. Because he's learning, he's, he's teaching me and so when we're older to do it to our own children and do this kind of stuff to our own and children. Where is it this that happens? Um, uh, the church, in the kitchen in our church. It's crazy. What do you think? A kid's imagination just watched is just a smattering wouldn't of some of the come up with shit like that. that. Has been made in this I know. You know? Like I know kids say the darndest things and they make weird and shit up. The viewer to ask but yourself, that's pretty elaborate. Yeah. Is there enough evidence, even if circumstantial and indirect, to warrant a serious investigation into these matters? In my opinion, if I was an FBI investigator working cases in the child trafficking unit, and somebody came up to my desk and plopped in front of me everything you just watched, with the sources, the encrypted emails, the images, the links, the connections, the names, everything, as it has been collected online, if I was that FBI agent who maybe had a wife and kids who loved his job, who worked up through the ranks and earned his position because he really wanted to fight people who harm children, if I was that father, I would have peed my damn pants at having been handed such a gold mine of investigative work. Is there, in this case, direct proof of guilt? No, not necessarily. But investigations don't start with proof. They start with leads, leaks, information, tips, connections, and there is no shortage of those things on this subject. But alas, there is no investigation being made. No arrests, no search warrants, no questioning, no nothing. Nope. To the best of my knowledge, the whole thing is being ignored by the FBI and the Department of Justice, swept under the rug and deemed a hoax or fake news by the news media. If an earnest and sincere investigation isn't going to be made into this, then it becomes quite clear that the justice system and the FBI no longer function in any honest capacity whatsoever. And what are we going to do about this? By sharing this, by talking openly about it, by letting people know what this is all about, you are, in my humble opinion, doing God's work. And if you were ignoring this, well... Every year in the United States alone, something like 800,000 children go missing. 800,000 children. If that number was 5,000, that would be 5,000 too many. This madness needs to stop. And apparently, the hands of the government are going to do nothing about it, because apparently... The hands of the government are deeply involved in this. Spread your goodness to the world, be kind to one another, and root out all of this incessant evil. Much love to all. So, yeah, the only reason you wouldn't investigate this is if... it's I don't, I don't want to say that every person in the FBI or whoever would, in, would be investigating this is involved. But somewhere at the top, yep, they're being told not to. Yep, they're saying, nope, it's fake news. And that's why they brought out the whole it's fake news bullshit. And, yeah, they're covering it up from the, uh, the highest level possible. Yeah, because the highest down. level on down is Yeah, so let's just say, go back to his, his thing. Hey, he's the FBI agent that just saw all this shit. And he's like, fuck, I'm going to do this. I'm going to catch these guys. He's going to go to his boss. And his boss is like, no, they already looked into it. It's all bullshit. There's no, there's nothing to it. Don't, don't waste your time. Go deal with this uh, guy who stole candy bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or go protect the Kardashians or some bullshit. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, it's The priorities is fucked because it's from the top on down. Dude, and it's it's bad. It's not even like... Like, it's just fucked up. So, like, I, that just that last hour alone, has a lot of circumstantial evidence and connections of a lot of weird things. Mm-hmm. With that, I mean, it, it takes a stretch, 
in in even a fantasy world to think that you'd have all of those things connect and there not be something to it. Right. Like th- that's yeah, that's a like, lot of irony there. Yeah, that's like winning a lottery every day of your life. It's not going to happen. No, you know I mean? there's too much that's connecting the logos, the all the people that are connected, the emails, the uh, all these fucking hashtags, all, all the mm-hmm. weird posts. Why would a fuck? Why, if you yeah. owned a pizza place targeted towards kids and ping pong, would you have such fucked up bands play there? Yeah, and why would you joke about pedophilia in there? Like it's yeah. not something you joke about. You right. know what even I mean? If, even if after hours. After a certain time, kids aren't allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's lots of bars that kids aren't allowed at that serve food up until 10 o'clock, then kids have to leave. But they don't have fucked up band names that come in there and then do fucking 20 minutes of pedophile jokes or yeah. weird shit like that. It's yeah. it's a fucking band that maybe swears a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, I've been to a lot of concerts and bands I've never heard of before. Yeah, that never saying about shit like that. You know no, what I mean? You don't unless you're into you're going it. to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's fucking weird. Uh, it's just too. It's too much. Yeah. If I was just some random Joe visiting DC and I'm like, oh, I like pizza because Joy likes pizza. We're gonna go check this place out. Oh, cool. They got a band in it. Let's stay and hang out. And they start singing about pedophilia and touching little boys and shit. I'd be bouncing. I'm out. See ya. Who are the people? Please. Who are the people laughing in the background? Yeah, it's even more fucked up because yeah, I found nothing funny. About what they were saying, me neither. And and I don't I don't want to. I'm I'm not one of these people that doesn't get comedy. Like I get, mm-hmm. I, I find a lot of shit funny. Like mm-hmm. probably some fucked up stuff, but nothing that was being said was funny. Yeah, I didn't laugh. Yeah, once. people were laughing in the background. It's weird. Right. Uh, just all the weird and odd pictures. The the whole Karis thing. The it's too ironic. Yeah, and if that if he is the godfather of that child, then why does he have twelve other kids kids pictures yeah. with the same fucking thing? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's all weird. I think mm-hmm. we're hashtagging Karis James because Karis is the drug. James is his name, and it's like a it's a thing. It, yeah, it's like fishermen that take you know take pictures of their fish that they catch. This is a kid that he fucking molested, and he's sharing it out to the mm-hmm. world openly. Right. That he just fucked that kid. Or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something to that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, either he's the, the man that owns that child. Right. You know, I, I, it's, it's weird. It's all The whole up. thing's weird. Um, I need a shower now because of that. Like, it, I just feel dirty watching all of that and just all that. It makes you not want to order pizza because, like, or, or hot dog or anything that's like, like that because now you know the, the, what each word means for pedophiles. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up that they use that. Because it makes you feel dirty when you order a fucking pizza, almost. Yeah. In a in a way, not that you're like that, but yeah. But I, I definitely won't ever text Joy to get a pizza again. No, here. because you. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the logo of the pizza place, and mm-hmm. the moment all this shit comes out, then they change their logo. Yeah. Well, if you're not, I mean, yeah, I guess you would change your logo because you don't want the bad publicity, but you just happened and just just yeah and they just kind of from what it looked like they just kind of slid it under oh we're changing it like it never happened you know yeah um i would put a pleasure release sorry we didn't know it had this you know connotation yeah. uh we we as soon as we found out we learned that information exactly. we changed it right away you're dis- you did disavowing a- yeah the fact that you're connected with mm-hmm. that they didn't disavow it they just yeah. kind of changed it yep exactly see that that shows guilt too yeah i mean in yeah. that's 
it's too obvious to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody could watch or listen to anything they just did and then come away from this and say, no, no connections. Yeah, it's too too far-fetched. you got to, you know, I just can't buy Too many that. stretches. There's no stretches, though. It's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. All of it. It's so weird. All of it. It's crazy. And, and this is an ongoing thing. And, and here's the thing. Anything you put out about this, anybody that does reports on it or anything, they're shut down. Shut down or killed. Or made it look like they were suicide. Yeah. Uh, we, we both have said on comment time yeah. many times, we would not do that. Yeah, I would never commit suicide. Neither would I. I won't drive my car into a fucking pole. I, I won't do any of these things. I won't cut my own brakes. I won't... Uh, I, yeah, it's just not going to happen. I shouldn't have a heart attack because I'm on medication. And I take my medication regularly. <laughs> yeah. I, there's so... I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah. The whole thing. I don't know. I don't know what Pizzagate is. I don't know. Well, I, I know what Pizzagate is, but I don't know... What's going to happen with it, probably. Yeah, not. like, everything that comes out about it gets shut down eventually, if yeah. it gets enough I'm attention. surprised this is still up. How long has this been up here? Let's see here. A couple months. January 1st, 2017. and it's on, But it's only had that many views. If it was, we were at the millions, it would have been gone. Yeah. So, but it's it's right at the top if you put in Pizzagate on YouTube. Yeah, it shows up right away. Um, the only thing that makes me think, too, is if something's still up there about it, it, it but I, I think they hide behind fake news. I mean, mm-hmm. fake news didn't become a thing until not that long ago. And if if you want to, like, it's easy to just say that now. It, it's, the, it's become the new, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. You hate America. Oh, that's just fake news. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's real easy to just discredit. But you're not really yeah. discrediting. You just want it to stop because you're covering up for it. Yeah, you're, you're if, if, shifting the blame and the focus I'm somewhere else. If I'm starting to get on something with you, back in the day it was, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Now it's fake news. That's our mm-hmm. new conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. bullshit yeah. Stop. stop people need to look between the lines and start... you you got to stop looking at mainstream media. You just have to because mm-hmm. it's all bullshit. Yep. All of it. Thanks, Dave. Sure. And there you have it. So, by now... You pretty much know what you need to know about Pizzagate, right? Um, we've covered covered it all right there. Um, there's a few things here, though, um, before we completely wrap this this uh, podcast up here. Um, I want to play a another little clip that I found after we got done recording. It's about... It's about a 10-minute clip, and I think it kind of kind of wraps wraps up the majority of what you just heard, uh, and maybe adds a little bit more, kind of uh, explains it in a quicker, concise way. Um, but it also adds some stuff that the uh, the other video we were watching uh, didn't really include. So um, it kind of compares it. Pizzagate to the movie Eyes Wide Shut, which 
Dave and I mentioned in the episode, in the meat of the episode, uh, but this kind of compares it and, and does a little uh, you know, cross between the two. So I'm going to play that now. Hey guys, Sean here from SGT Report. I'm not even sure how to introduce this video. It's clear now if this message allegedly posted on Comet Ping Pong's message board is legitimate and accurate. This is the most disturbing thing you'll ever see and it proves that Pizzagate has now reached eyes wide shut levels of Satanism. I'm going to play this report. This was posted by Joe Biggs on his Twitter account today. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, this is Joe Biggs. I know some of you probably seen this, a lot of you probably haven't, but this is from Comet Ping Pong. It says, last month satisfi satisfied customers were raving about our pizza, and we all know you will too. Repeat customers know the drill. For newcomers, see how they spell that? First run the program given to you by your special friend. All instructions on how to enjoy this joyous hobby will be easily understandable. But please remember penalties for breaking the rules which are also included in the program. Very few have broken the rules. And needless to say, the penalties are harsh. All pricing is included in the app. The app will only run on and the following requirements must be met. And this is where it's really creepy. This month we have five fresh pizzas for your enjoyment. We also have four surviving pizzas. What does that mean, surviving pizzas? From last month's session, all are on sale at an extremely low price as they are in poor health and not expected to survive. A requirement is that you finish eating your pizza after your session. So, what are some really weird things? Number one, how are pizzas in poor health? Not expected to survive. And finish eating your pizza after your session. This is some truly sick and twisted stuff that we are seeing. And it looks like there's another location in D.C. as well. It's called Bucks. Bucks Fishing and Camping. And look down here, it says, for more info, go to Comet Ping Pong. The point needs to be made that Pizzagate is now in many ways worse than the things Stanley Kubrick tried to bring to our attention in his movie Eyes Wide Shut. Because at least in Eyes Wide Shut, what was being shown was essentially satanic sex magic rituals that involved adults. If this message that Joe Biggs just read is accurate, then we're talking about adults preying on and potentially murdering children. I'm going to reread the last part of the message that Joe read. This month, we have five fresh pizzas for your enjoyment. We also have four surviving pizzas from last month's session. All are on sale at an extremely low price as they are in poor health and not expected to survive. A requirement is that you finish eating your pizza after your session. I think this refers to killing the children, the ones that are in poor health, that are purchased at the discount. Now for those of you that are faint of heart, Christian, or just decent, normally wired human beings, this is probably one of the worst things that you've ever heard, and it's exactly why I told Dave Kranzler that Pizzagate is the New World Order. In the interview I just released with Dave Kranzler, I made the point that the New World Order will bring us endless abominations. Digital money, which they will control, 
pedophilia, bestiality, and 10 other perversions that Satanists at the U.S. Department of Justice plan to make legal, according to Tom DeLay. Well, we've already found a, a secret memo uh, coming out of the Justice Department. They, they, they're now going to go after 12 new perversions, things like bestiality, uh, polygamy, uh, uh, having sex with little boys and making that legal. And what's painfully clear about the New World Order and Pizzagate is that this is a world in which the rule of law applies only to the people, not the elite. And getting back to the message that Joe Biggs read, at the very bottom is a part he didn't read, which says, and I quote, This month's special includes a 30% discount on severe torture. Each image below is available for, and I couldn't quite make out the price, and it goes on to say, Andrew also has some prints he would like to sell. So contact him for more information. They are masterpieces. And I'd like to read this part from the message that Joe Biggs did not read. These are the rules that must be engaged in order to run this app. It says, the app is to be run from your own personal computer that only you have access. Your computer must be connected to the internet when run. The app must be run from your home. You must destroy the media on which you received the app Remember the password that will activate the app as there will be no icons on your computer. And getting back to the allegory of Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut, we know in that movie there were harsh penalties for disclosing what goes on at those ceremonies. What is the password for the house? I seem to have forgotten it. That's unfortunate. Because here, it doesn't matter whether you have forgotten it or if you never knew it. And the same language is used here in this message. Please remember penalties for breaking the rules, which are also included in the program. Very few have broken the rules. And needless to say, the penalties are harsh. These rituals in this satanic pedophile ring is only for the initiated. As I talked about with Oli Damagard recently, there's very clear evidence that there is a global pedophile ring involving the elite at the highest levels. And just another example of that is Roberta's Pizza in New York City. And researchers have captured images from Roberta's Pizza on their social media accounts, which include pictures of children, skulls, fire, and pentagrams, overt and blatant Satanism. And according to a tweet by Queen NW1NS, Roberta's Pizza was very popular with the Clintons. And in this tweet, it says, President Clinton stopped by Roberta's for some pizza with his wife. You heard that right. Bill and Hillary Clinton ate at Roberta's in Bushwick. And here's just a couple more images related to that establishment. An advertisement for an Easter party with two hysterical children being held by an adult dressed in a bunny costume. And this one, a slice of pizza with an all-seeing eye. And then there's this important tweet that reads, It would take a special and terrible kind of monster that didn't like pizza. Luckily for us, Hillary's not a monster, so she loves her pie just as much as the rest of us. In a year of campaigning, her team ordered from Domino's an insane 85 times. I guess you could say they were greasing the campaign wheels. It's not just the mass-produced pizzas either. Two of Hillary's favorite New York restaurants, DeFazio's, and Roberta's make a damn delicious crust 
and being a presidential figure definitely helps with those table wait times. Though it might not just be the pizza drawing Hillary to Roberta's. There's also the slim chance that one of the waitresses might be buck naked. Just Google it if you don't believe us. All right, and the last word is this. I'm going to show you the Google Street View of an establishment in the same D.C. area as Comet Ping Pong and Besta Pizza. It's called Politics and Prose, and allegedly it's owned by a speechwriter for Hillary Rotten Clinton. And what's curious about this particular establishment is on the sidewalk outside the establishment is this image of a skull and bones on the sidewalk. And anyone who's watched the video, The De-Occulting of John Podesta, is well aware that the Podesta image that John posted on his own social media account, with a 14 on one hand and a fish on the other, in Gematria, when decoded, it means 322. And when we enter politics and prose, what do we see on the stairs leading down to the lower level? Children. It's all circumstantial evidence, but at this point, the circumstantial evidence is leading to a pile of smoking gun clues that suggests that not only is Pizzagate real, it's even more horrifying than Eyes Wide Shut. Thanks for watching, and for real news 24-7, visit us at sgtreport.com. When you look upon these pedophile trafficking network and so on, there, there are, even though it sounds incredibly sick and so on, there are actually parents delivering children to these rings. I mean, their own children as well. So now that we've played that, this is where I'm going to wrap it up. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, thoughts, suggestions, anything like that, email me, thinktankpod at gmail.com. If you can do all those things in 140 characters or less, tweet at me at the thinktankpod. You can also follow me on Twitter there. Um, once again... Uh, you're going to do some shopping online. Go to thearyaman.com. Click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner. Buy whatever you want. Uh, costs you nothing extra. Amazon kicks us back a small percentage. And uh, you get your, your stuff at the same great price. Amazon, you know, is uh, pleased that we sent you there, and they take some of their profit and send it our way. And then uh, that's how we make money here at the podcast, since you're getting this for free. Uh it's a triple win. Also, phoenixbeardoils.com. Go there, check it out. If you have a beard or know somebody that has a beard, uh, learn why you should be using beard oils. And uh, once you've decided on something, during checkout under the promo code D2R, you're going to get 10% off your entire order and a free sample. Um, you can't beat it, so go do it. Uh, I'm going to end the episode with a... Um, it's it's two videos basically it's it's one more um concise breakdown of this uh pizzagate pedophile cult or ring or whatever you want to call it um this is a clip from 
um, Joe Rogan's podcast. I know it's, it's a podcast within a podcast, um, but it's about 10 minutes. Um, the first clip, it, it's, it's Alex Jones from InfoWars is on a Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, this is a clip of uh, Alex Jones explaining to Joe Rogan the elite and their pedophile ring with, you know, with Pizzagate and uh, all this stuff. Uh, he explains it. it, it it's it's kind of cut up a little bit um, to basically hit the bullet points, but it's done in about 10 minutes. And then after that, it goes into Alex Jones explaining the universe, the secrets of the universe, uh, and the elite, and, and he kind of just gives a, a nice little cherry on top of this uh, pizza sundae of of what the elite, where their mindset is, and, and how fucked up they are, which is why they, how they think how they think, you know what I mean, it, I know that doesn't make any sense, but it, you'll see, so there's another you know, a couple clips here. They're both about ten minutes, but they'll go from one right into the other, and you won't even really know that. Uh, you know, one clip because it's all from the same show. And if you're curious, you want to hear the entire interview with uh, Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. Just you can go to YouTube and look it up. Joe, just put in Joe Rogan Alex Jones episode nine one one, and uh, I believe you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Or it's on iTunes. Just go to Joe Rogan's podcast, and you can find it that way too. Um, but these are just the the clips of these two things because they're most pertinent to this particular episode. Um, but Alex Jones on the show covers a bunch of stuff. Uh, I just wanted to include these two because it covers Pizzagate. I think it it's a nice concise thing, and um, and then kind of explain the elite and where their heads are at. So that you can understand how fucked up they are, and that's why they're they think doing things with little kids is okay. It's it's really fucked up. The whole thing's weird, and uh, so enjoy that, and we'll see you next week. The stars have aligned. The prophecy has come true. Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo together on episode nine one one. This is episode nine one one of the podcast. <laughs> you're kidding. You're you're in deep with the Trump administration. Well, I've had Trump on and I talked to him some, but I mean, really, yeah, he's your buddy. Really, really, it's just that we're covering the resurgence of America, what made the country great, lower taxes, empowering the people, bringing people together. The opposite of what MSM said what's happening is mainstream media is literally almost dead it's collapsing i mean look at you i mean i remember having dinner with you like six seven years ago and you're like yeah we got a million downloads a week now it's 90 million or whatever it is a month and 20 million on youtube and for infowars it's similar numbers it's 
a, a good week's $40 million. We've had as many as 85 million people listen on radio and tune into videos in one week. That was election week, but our normal is 40-something million. It's just crazy. How can they compete with that? They're still delusional. The average CNN show has like a million viewers. Fox thinks it's the big swing in dick. It's got three, four million. It's all, I'm sorry, people transmitting and broadcasting to geriatric homes. You know where you see Fox News and CNN and nursing homes? You know what you see with, with, with kids 10 years old, 10 years old up to college and beyond? It's the Joe Rogan experience. And it's InfoWars. And it's, and it's all these other folks. It's amazing. If the ability to get your work out gets to more people, it's better. It's better if anybody can do like these and YouTube it lets more stars. competition in. Yeah, like these new YouTube stars. Like all they have to do is get, get stand in front of a camera. This is zero production value. They don't have. To, I mean, if you got a camera, you got an internet connection, you could have a YouTube show. People find you interesting. All of a sudden, you've got millions and millions of subscribers. And I mean, Eddie was bringing up this fact for your audience up front. A lot of MSM lies and says I'm this big right wing guy. But you guys know that I was really against George W. Bush and all yeah, the wars. Yeah, you were, you were yeah. arrested early on in the Bush administration. I remember when, when we first became friends in 1999, we were uh, running around the White House or the, uh, the state capitol lawn with, with, with George Bush Jr. and Senior masks on. And you were always against sure, the Bush but administration. That's why I supported Trump is the entire power structure, the media, uh, I mean, the Vatican, uh, the communist Chinese, the Saudi Arabians all put money in and said, stop him, stop him, and then lied that the Russians were giving him money with no proof. And so the issue is he's simply trying to actually be president and not have special interest in there running him. And that's why the whole power structure is against Trump. So Eddie was asking before we went live, well, how is it you're this outside guy against the establishment, but now you're for it? No, Trump's trying to create a beachhead, just to explain it, to try to take the country back and actually devolve power back to the states and back to the people. Doesn't mean he's perfect, but notice the stock market went up a trillion, two hundred billion dollars, uh, you know, just in the last month or so, because a lot of Institutional investors and others understand with Trump, he's trying to create real prosperity, not a bunch of social engineering. And I'm not here to pitch Trump to people. The issue is, is that there were major intelligence agencies and, and, and patriots in the government who were sick of what was happening and were sick of, of, of Hillary and Obama backing jihadist groups and other things. And so they're rolling those groups up right now. They really are standing up against them. And this is a historic moment. And, and so there's been a counter coup through the electoral process in our country. And that's what WikiLeaks was. That wasn't the Russians. That was U.S. intelligence agencies. I have NYPD telling me before the election, like a month before, yes, we're investigating Wiener, child porn photos. Go not, back to that, please. I want to see not just of, not just of kids out on the internet, but but kids he's communicating with, and their parents are basically letting them communicate with him. So I'm told this by NYPD uh, detectives. I mean, the Secret Service gave me information about how Hillary was collapsing all the time. Remember, we reported that, and then it got caught on tape. So, so, so all this stuff goes on and on and on. And so, I'm not saying half the people or or, or 90 percent of them, you know, are, are 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 guilty or innocent in all this. All I know is we start covering it, start asking questions. They then divert off into somebody on a 4chan forum pointing out there was some email about a meeting at some pizza place uh, in D.C. where top Democrats go. They then turn the whole thing into I'm blaming some pizza place. I'm sending shooters in to shoot people at a pizza place. Make up all this crazy-ass crap when I never even said any of that. And then you go back to me two months ago, three months ago. I said the police have told me they're investigating Wiener uh, for pedophilia and child porn. When it was not in the news, now notice it's in the news. What I'm okay, saying is, okay. so, I got this from police. Child porn charges possible for Anthony Weiner. But but I'm on record months ago. I'm on record months ago 
saying that that's the case because I had those sources. And so the government, good elements of the government, know what's really going on. So the media then misrepresented and said, oh, look at 4chan. They're talking about a thing called Pizzagate in some pizza place in D.C. And the media looks at it and says, oh, Alex Jones is claiming all this bad stuff's happening at this pizza place. I'm like, what is this? So they divert to some probably innocent pizza place to distract off of all the emails that the, that the uh, New York police have and the FBI have that's just this monstrous reported pedophile network. So to discredit that, they go create a fake story hoping we jump on it to then divert over to that story. And then once we're on that, it diverts everybody off from Anthony Weiner. What? Which you go right to the key points that, okay, uh, that's we, a big we have one. Barney Frank who got caught running a underage male prostitute ring uh, in the 90s out of his three-story uh, townhouse. See, I thought it was just a male prostitute thing. I didn't know no, they were somewhere underage. underage. Somewhere, somewhere underage. underage. And then, but listen, what I was with him all up to age 19 plus or whatever. Sure, but then, <laughs> but then what happened is he goes on C-SPAN on the House floor and says, if you continue to investigate this, I'm going to expose half of you that are involved in this in this room. And the investigation got shut down. So the reason this is important is for shadow government, you need something so bad that everybody who's involved in it ever, ever comes out will be destroyed. So that binds them all to the secrecy. So that's where child pornography comes in, and that's where pedophilia comes in? That's where you get so many of the elite being into it. But just as you said, you have the Republican establishment trying to get Hastert out of nowhere as a wrestling coach to run for office. Then, reportedly, he's the procurer, just like Penn State, and just like they had the Sandusky. thing. Yeah. Sandusky and the underage you know, mm-hmm. kids that they were, quote, mentoring, getting farmed out to supposedly big donors. What's so crazy this is this is, so we're talking about two very specific cases, right? Two very different cases. But what's crazy is they're both real. It's both real. 100% Sandusky, who was a very respected man in the community, did a lot of charity work with uh, young, disenfranchised children, and was molesting them at the same time. And was super respected in the community. And he was the right-hand man to Joe Paterno. So that whole thing just fell apart. And the headquarters from our research of the pedophilia is like Pennsylvania. Right. So it's true that Hastert's in jail. It's true that Hastert is a known pedophile that a judge called a serial pedophile, right? Yes. That's true. It's 100%. It's true that Podesta was friends with Hastert. That's 100%, right? Yes. And then all this other stuff... Now becomes odd, doesn't it? Become odd, and but if you say it's odd, if you look at it, this Ben Swan guy with his what I thought was he was just kind of expressing what is weird about this case, and when he did it, he got so much shit over it. I was kind of shocked. I was kind of shocked. People were calling him a moron and well, listen, I got the same thing, but but that's what I'm saying. They build a straw man. Right. So imagine thousands of emails come out with them talking about we'll have the kids ready. Six, seven, and eight in the hot tub at this time, and they're. You I know, didn't see anything like that. Oh, it gets it gets really where, crazy. Where did it say that? The whole thing is so bizarre. It's like we're going to have the kids delivered for entertainment. They'll be in the hot tub. Now these are great kids, but kids can be kids. What does this see, Jamie? It says we plan to heat the pool so uh, possibly Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby Emerson and Maeve Luzado eleven nine and almost seven. So you'll have some further entertainment. And they will be in that pool for sure. What in the? That's only one of them. And, they that's, talk about, and that's a real confirmed email, yes, right? Yes. It came out in all those WikiLeaks, all these weird codes. Okay. Talk, like they, there was a bunch of weird codes about pizza and about well, a piece of pizza. President Obama wants sixty uh, five thousand dollars in hot dogs delivered. 
And they're like, are these really good hot dogs? The hot dogs weren't as good last time. Well, these are succulent hot dogs. Okay, yeah. so that's not about kids. That's, uh, that's <laughs> How retarded do you have to be? Well, what is that about? It's, it's male prostitutes. I mean, that's what the code means. Really? Yeah, okay, yes. I'm not saying anybody's guilty in these thousands of emails. You go read them, and it's like, the last walnut sauce you brought wasn't very good. Oh, well, these are good walnuts. You're going to, oh, I love walnuts. And then you go read in the FBI breakdown what that's code for. What's code for walnut? It, it, it means people with brown skin. Oh, Jesus Christ. We have, you have to be real careful in how you describe these things and how you talk about these things because people are looking for any little tiny thing to discredit it. And one of the reasons why they're looking at it, they're doing it for personal reasons because it seems you, you, no one wants to be ridiculous. No one wants to be a fool. And no one wants to be someone who's talking about conspiracies that aren't real. So people are very hesitant to, to talk about something that's unproven, but horrific, just like, like this. Just like right? 15 years ago, it was a conspiracy theory that that the Catholic Church had any pedophilia. Right. Now we know yeah. 30, 30% were doing it. We now know the old pope had to step down, was blackmailed uh, with info about other high-level priests by the new guy that came in. Uh, I mean, this is heavy stuff. It's the, 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 the Catholic Church stuff is absolutely horrible and proven over and over again. And again, when I was a kid, it was rumor. It was just things that were whispered. And you would now, hear about it. And now it's, I always wondered how they're getting away with it. It's so out in the open. How come there isn't more They're arrest? psychic vampires stealing the energy from the kids. Well, what the most common thing they do but is why they don't find they get very, thrown in jail? The most common thing they do is why? they find very troubled kids that don't talk about it. People with foster care, kids with no parents, kids who come from really troubled backgrounds. But you, you would believe. Think, but you kids would think, who, are, who are abused. Just like Sandusky ran a abused children's yeah. show and group and then would take the kids out sometimes overnight at rich people's houses to make them feel better yeah Joe, I've been on air 22 years I don't get into aliens metaphysical religion any of that I've studied the elite and I've also communicated with a lot of the top people and, and, and if you want to know I will actually break down right now the best knowledge right now of what's happening on the planet. What's happening? Let me give you a basic gestalt. Okay. I love when you can use that word with full confidence. Yeah. I've never said that. Let me give you a basic gestalt. I'd right. be like, oh, my God, I'm such a fraud. No, you're not. You, no, but that's what I think if I use that word. No, you'll get all this. You'll already have most okay. of the static because you're a bookworm, a research worm, in a good way. The elite are all about transcendence and living forever and the secrets of the universe, and they want to know all this. Some are good, some are bad, some are a mix. But the good ones don't ever want to organize. The bad ones don't want to organize because they lust after power. Powerful uh, consciousnesses don't want to dominate other people. They want to empower them so they don't tend to get together until things are really late in the game. Then they come together. Evil's always defeated because good is so much stronger. And we're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it all. There's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying, it's a false hologram. It is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected, and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. That's what they call dark matter. So we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp. In some computer program, some God's mind, whatever. They're proving it all. It's all coming out. Now, there's like this sub-transmission zone below the third dimension that's just turned over to the most horrible things is what it resonates to. And it's trying to get up into the third dimension that's just a basic level consciousness to launch into the next levels. 
And our species is already way up in the fifth, sixth dimension, consciously, our best people. But there's this big war trying to, like, basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will. And there's a decision to which level we want to go to. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, not just good. And the elites themselves believe they're racing using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away from the failed species that is man, which is kind of like a false transmission because they're thinking what they are is ugly and bad, projecting it onto themselves instead of believing, no, it's a human test about building us up. And so Google was set up. 18, 19 years ago, this was, I knew about this before it was declassified. I'm just saying I have good sources that they wanted to build a giant artificial system. And Google believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the oh, internet of things and so all of our thoughts go into it and we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also psychically connected to us that are organic creatures so that they will have current prediction powers future prediction powers a true crystal ball but the big secret is, once you have a crystal ball and know the future, you can add stimuli beforehand and make decisions that control the future. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals, as we know, and a true 2.0 in a very bad way, hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone, knowing our hopes and dreams, delivering it to us, not in some PKD wirehead system where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we were already wired in and absorbed before we knew it by giving over our consciousness to this system by our daily decisions that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger system. There's now a human counter-strike taking place to shut this off before it gets fully into place and to block these systems and to try to have an actual debate about where humanity goes and cut off the pedophiles and psychic vampires that are in control of this AI system before humanity is destroyed. Wait a minute. Humanity the pedophiles is only in control of AI? How did well, the pedophiles get in control of well, AI? Well, the, pe the pedophiles at a, at a whatever level. They rule. The devil, whatever you want to call it, this interdimensional thing that gives them advanced off-world technology, the fallen one that's not of this world, is giving them advanced knowledge what? What on how to construct you know, these systems is, that have that? already been used before on other populations. What? Is that Satan? But what are you, what are you talking Satan. about? That's Satan. But explain that. You just, you're well, saying Satan something becomes insane. something that the, you know, the stupid preacher tells you about who's totally controlled or something you read about on, you know, in the news or TV. Right. But this is an interdimensional force that wants to influence us to build something that absorbs us and kills us rather than the divine uh, free will we're given to build something much better that empowers the, the species. So the species is now making a decision Where are you about its entire from? future. Where now, are you getting this from? from that, that's what it is. But where are you getting it from? I know, from the from looking at all the data, researching it, studying it, watching the enemy. That's the big decision that humanity has now got before us. So if you were directing someone to investigate this on their own, how would they do that? So if you say... Well, I mean, here's the problem. You get someplace finally in deep research where it's what every culture already said, what everybody already knew, what they're telling you in movies like Prometheus, what the elite admit in the New York Times they believe in is this, you know, uh, seated by off-world systems. Panspermia. Yes, everything, yeah. everything they're doing points towards this, and then you read their own writings, they believe we're this ugly, fallen, ugly species, we're only to be killed, they're the rich billionaires who are better than us, and they're going to merge with machines and become gods and go to the next level. But don't you think that most people who extrapolate from where 
where we stand today with our cell phones and our Apple watches and our integration with the computer and the Internet constantly, don't you think that most people see that there's going to be some sort of symbiotic connection? Yes, but it's a were, very easy thing to make. They were saying it before. I understand, but a lot of people were saying it well, before. Well, here's the problem. But Who he, engineered what we were given? What is the point of the back doors, the Trojan horses? Here's what engineer, I'm saying. Who engineered what? Here's, 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 here's what I'm telling you. The elite... <laughs> The elite literally believe interdimensionally they were given this information and then built it. And here's the thing. They built it. And Google admits, even in data dumps to Wired two years ago, that they're building an AI that will end human consciousness, free will, and take over. And the next species will rise out of that. They've already decided our species. But people have been talking. Marshall McLuhan was talking about that uh, 50 fucking years ago. Here's the old. They built it. Amazon, two years ago, admits they can already, with 99% certainty, pick what their regular users are going to order Alex, before they hold order on a second. Have it ready. Instead of d- d- dragging this out to some nefarious end, isn't it entirely possible that all these futurists, all these technological innovators, they all see the same end game? That there's going to be some sort of a complete no, integration between people but it's and artificial that. It's intelligence. Historically, everybody saw this coming. Right. And so this big the, battle, All the futurists, all the people that study the now, future. Before, before uh, silicon chips were created, the point Marshall is, McLuhan, I think it was in the 1970s, said that human beings are the sex organs of the machine world. And he was saying, even back then, that human beings are eventually going to integrate or become something that's a part of But what of I'm machines. telling you is there's a centralized system of what they're building that isn't naturally occurring. Who's, who is that? And we're artificially who's early. They? The elites believe they're getting off-world, right, interdimensional. But who's building these things that you're just describing right now? I mean, if you actually read what all the globalists say, you've obviously read their writings, you know this, show. they are getting, not off-world, but interdimensional communications to then build this system that we see lowers our IQ, makes us live less, I've never makes seen, us unhappy. Okay, but, but when you're making these big statements, like they're getting interdimensional signals is telling them to create these systems that lower IQs. That's something you got to really prove. Like if there's something, okay, please. If there's something you can okay, show us, all the studies show screen time, all the computers lowering IQs, right. lowering fertility, but, okay, lowering our health. Okay, but let me stop you right there. That is that a case? Is that a case of is somebody holding a gun to your head? Let me tell you about me. I'm addicted to this goddamn thing. I love watching that YouTube videos. You. I love uh, love taking pictures of shit. I love uh, it looking things up. Interfaces you with humanity. It has a lot of beautiful things. It, it does, but I'll tell you, they're very addictive. They're very addictive. Well, so, Joe, but hold on a second. Let mm-hmm. me stop you right there. I don't necessarily think that's engineered to be addictive. I think it's engineered to be really well, and the fact work really well, and the fact that it works really well is very addictive. Just like little kids look at a screen. You put a fucking television in front of them when they're sure. one year old and yep. play some stupid but commercial, they, and they're like, "Whoa!" But Joe, they picked, a, think, they picked a frequency. But hold on a second. No, they did not. No, no, they, they made better. That. Hold on a second. They made better and better technology that we're not designed to absorb. Human beings have exactly sa- we have the, the exact Atlantean same DNA. Moment. We have the exact same DNA that we did ten thousand years the ago. Atlantean Back moment. when there was nothing like television, there was nothing like movies, there was nothing like stereo headphones that project but music. Listen, don't Hold you on, please. I let you go on your crazy rant. Like Hold on, before. please. You're interrupting my crazy rant. I am telling you that this is a natural progression of this massive infatuation that we have with technology. They don't have to engineer it. It's natural. It happens to you. It happens okay, well, to me. They say they're it happens to anybody who's looking at cooler and cooler yeah, special and effects in movies. All that stuff is a natural and thing. And Steve Jobs wouldn't let his kids play with an iPad. Well, then he's a cunt. He's a cunt. Let your kids play with the goddamn Joe, iPad. What I'm love you is, fuck's wrong with him? That was a great rant. I'm not disagreeing with no, you. No, you interrupted it ten times, you fuck. Oh, oh, you gotta oh. let a motherfucker rant. Oh, you gotta let, let you rant. rant. Then. Run a rant then. 
I'm done now. Shit. Yeah, let's but you're about, sitting there. Let's talk about, about, let me get back to this. We're thing. not talking about the weather, Eddie. Okay. I'll tell you that right now. Let me tell you right we're now. Done with yeah, that. let me tell you right now. <laughs> fuck clouds. Let me tell you. I'm, I'm trying to break <laughs> this down. The <laughs> whole thing is being set up to control. Okay, what I'm telling the you elite. is when you're talking about the elites and interdimensional signals that they're receiving that are telling us to lower our IQ, you can't just say that. We need proof. Okay, let me give you proof. That sounds so crazy, by the way. Let me hear you. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so crazy. I wonder where the aliens are. The proof. Are they on Earth? Hey, you know what? It's really cool to say, no, hey, maybe we're in a computer the, simulation. Everybody said. talks about that. Everyone says, dude, but the latest not, science you're says. Not, you're not. No, but They're saying people that believe that you you're not. easily. Easily people hey, go, yeah, we're in a computer simulation. But then when you talk about interdimensional, like magical shit, like, wait a minute. Exactly. Magic is a technology that hasn't been discovered yet. Exactly. Let's 
tare patate lo robino dentro se anche to mi ritor si vine cantor ai spente la castro a te Thanks for listening.